everyone, this is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Ian Hink. Hello. Ben Moore. Hello. And Brennan Jones. Hello. Ian, wow, what is your the best one. goal this week? What, are your, what is your goal this week? That this episode will be under one hour and ten minutes. That's your goal. Yeah. How much control do you think you got over that? <laughs> Quite a bit if I turn off the camera. Okay. <laughs> ben, what is your goal this week? To not sigh. Whoa, okay. Ooh. Nice. Jones, what's your goal? Uh, to reply to something as brilliant, but the Ray Ron Weasley would. Brilliant! The Ray Juan Weasley the way Ron The Ray Ron Weasley. Weasley. <laughs> the Ray Juan Weasley. Juan Weasley, and not, yeah, lesser known Weasley brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the books. Uh, uh, my goal this week is to uh, demonstrate the comedic rule of threes. Oh, Lord. God. Let's move on to corrections. Begin. Almost, almost did it right there. <laughs> almost did it right there. Have you ever just been punched? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, begin corrections music, please. Uh, Tekken 6 was bundled with an arcade stick, so it wasn't unreasonable for Bloodworth to think that Tekken 7 might. However, he was still very wrong. <laughs> so wrong? <laughs> Jubei has been in many Blaze Blue games, including the first. He's one of the final, he is the final of six of the heroes, the legendary heroes of this franchise to be playable. So he was highly oh. demanded. However, once the significance is ranked, we put that in a stasis field. We cannot change the significance. No. So uh, you can't correct the order of significance. It's a week old. Yeah, yeah. You can't do it. Sorry. Ugh. Cars for Kids ads play across the US. But, so we got a lot of people saying, yeah, I hear that, I hear that. It seems like mostly, like, metro metropolitan areas. Okay. Like, Ben, have you ever heard Cars for Kids? I've... Mm, no. Yeah, where I grew up, I never heard Cars for Kids. I, I would hear them in the cities. Like, um, Chicago, and, like, when you look well, at no, Chicago. Toys and, like, for Tots, I heard a lot. Toys okay. for Tots, we get, but I've heard Cars for Kids in Chicago. Yeah. And maybe here and there in Minneapolis, but Chicago for sure. Yeah, I heard Minneapolis, somebody from Minneapolis, Minneapolis actually also I, I heard them on the radio. So you gotta, before. like, live near a city to have to deal yeah. with Cars for Kids or something. I guess. I lived in a city. A real city, Ben. <laughs> like a big city. Like, like Minneapolis. City. Like ben. Minneapolis, Ben. <laughs> the Twin Cities. You heard of it? MSP. They and made we... a movie out of Cedar Rapids. Uh, oh, you know what? <laughs> made a movie out of Fargo, too. Doesn't mean it's big. What's the movie about Cedar Rapids? It's called Cedar Rapids. It's called Cedar Rapids. I, haven't, I actually haven't seen it, but uh, there's a guy <laughs> who goes to Cedar Rapids, and he's like excited because for him, that's a huge Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Place. I yeah. remember that. Uh, I realized that I had another comment that was frequently corrected that I just totally forgot to put in the corrections about what AIM stands for. So just correct me again. We'll get it in ne there next AIM? time. AIM? Yeah, in the Marvel Universe. Oh, it is, it is an about... Iron Man thing. It, had, oh. it did surface in Iron Man comics. Instant Messenger. Mm. AOL, AOL Instant, Instant Messenger. messenger. Uh, we had another challenge. We had a challenge to say, okay, what is the, the longest gap between original and remaster and remake? Ooh. And we got it. Ooh. Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap. Nice. Debuted in 1989. Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap, debuted this year in 2017. Excellent. That is an 18-year gap. Well no, done. I'm sorry. Full that, remaster. That's brand a 28-year gap. Brand new sound effects, music, yep. character yeah. art, everything. But also wow. all the old stuff, too. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's cool. And correction music, please. To anyone who suggested a game other than that one in particular, you need to correct yourself. Well. Chicky. You know what? It's just so easy for some people. It's just, you know what? You were wrong. Here's this thing. It's like, well, uh, you're wrong too, actually. <laughs> Sometimes. Dang. Dang. First time's always the hardest. Dang. Um, listen, everyone. We're still in the dog days of summer. 
The August dark days, days are We were doing the What is that? Is that Florence a real song? Machine. Florence and the Machine Oh I don't know dark Florence and the Machine Oh, you oh. like it Oh, yeah, yeah You've I think I know what song. song I did not know she's singing Dog Days of Summer The Dog Days The hey, Dark Ian. Days are over now yeah, I think is I think what the lyric is uh, oh, okay. Singing songs I'll bring my tapes you can I think it's a really good way To bring the podcast Under an hour and ten minutes <laughs> I think that would be A good strategy <laughs> To pop some songs oh, in there Oh, my goodness Summer's not the only thing That's hot Oh the humidity, oh. legitimate, legitimate pain. Oh, oh yeah, legitimate, just legitimate, uncomfortable. My mood has shifted. He meant that one. <laughs> okay, so I actually I like to do this every year. We we play pop tarts and toaster strudels all year long. First uh, time. We're looking at just the next two months. I started thinking like, well, okay, this will be the fall preview, Easy Eyes Podcast fall preview. There's too many games. There are too many <laughs> games in this first couple of months where I said, you know what, we. I, I, if I'm ever to get this under an hour and ten minutes, I need to cut it off here. So we're just talking about August. We're just talking about September, November, December, perhaps for another day, including October. I also realize that is not included in those two months. Okay, so uh, let's talk about August. Let's talk about August 2nd, the day after this podcast is recorded. Tacoma. Ian, you looked at me like, oh, this is it. I got this one. You looked like Tacoma. You were like locked and loaded yeah. for this. I'm not responsible for the way you read into my looks. Okay. <laughs> still recovering. Sure. Still recovering. You know what? I think that's what that was. Uh, if you want to sing Florence and Machine, please do. Don't let Jones <laughs> drag you down. Uh, I forgot to tell everybody at home what Pop-Tarts and Toaster Strudels are. Uh, Pop-Tarts are a delicious game. That delicious. You th- is a delicious game that you think is potentially better than people are thinking it is. You want to draw attention to that game. You want to say, hey, I'm vouching for this game. I think it's going to be good. Toaster strudels. Ugh. That's a game that you think is maybe getting a little too much attention. Mm. Maybe it's, you're worried that our audience might pre-order that game. You want to say, well, maybe think about that a second time before you pre-order. Pump the brakes. And now we're playing a new game on top of those two games. This this uh, go around of the fall preview, Easy Allies 2017, uh, where any panelist can ask any other panelist how much that game costs. Other than you. Yeah, because yeah. I, I have the right. all the answers. It would be pointless to do that. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. How much does Tacoma cost? Tacoma? Yeah. Tacoma costs $20. Ooh, nailed it. Yep. Ben, that's exactly <laughs> what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Because I think some of these are actually pretty interesting. Yeah, Tacoma is a $20 game. That's coming out on PC, Mac, and Xbox One on August 2nd. Fulbright's did uh, uh, Gone Home. Gone Home. All right. Uh, and this is the follow-up. Mm-hmm. This is the game immediately following that one up. Uh I know it takes place in a space station. Mm-hmm. That's, That's it. Good. That's all I know. It's a game that I was curious about initially and yeah. then totally forgot it was coming out until <laughs> Bloodworth said, hey, Tacoma's tomorrow. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Where did you go? Yeah, that's that's it. I feel like August 2nd's a good time for Tacoma. Yeah, absolutely. In this August month, mm-hmm. we're in a good space. Yeah. Get in it's before right Yakuza Kiwami for sure. <laughs> Wait, is Yakuza, Yakuza Kiwami in August? Yeah. Ben, I don't have this down. Ben, how much is Yakuza Kiwami? <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, probably 60. Uh, no. Ben, oh. oh. Isn't Yakuza Kiwami 40 or yeah, 30? Yeah, it is cheaper. It's 30, I think. You know what happened? Is wow, I, that dropped in price immediately. Ben, it's because it, re- it, it released in Japan like months ago. Oh, and, and so it, it wasn't didn't show on up on my list. Because yeah. if I would have seen that on the list, I would have that, picked it as That would have been your pop tart. That would have been my pop tart, but it's not. So, so sorry. That, yeah. oh, wow. Sorry, Yakuza Wait, Kiwami. Wait, but... Put it on the list. Like, say its name. I need you to look up the release date for me. I think it's August 29th. Okay. All right. So we'll get there. We'll get that deep in the month. We're still in Tacoma. Uh, August 8th, Hellblade 
Senwa's Sacrifice coming out on PC and PS4. That's my Pop-Tart. Yes. Really? That's your Pop-Tart. Why? Nice. Looks good. What do you mean it looks good? Visually looks good. The story seems interesting. The gameplay seems interesting. The company seems respectful in how they're saying they want to deliver AAA quality at a shorter length and lower price. Uh, lower price? Ian, how much does that game cost? 30 bucks. Yes, that's a point uh, for you. The uh, game looks cool because they went back to the drawing board a few times on it. Yeah. They they were like, at first we are going to make it all Souls combat and tra-la-la, and then they're like, hmm. The story is served better by this section not having combat and it just being this weird mind game. This game could be terrible, but I think it looks like it is going to be really cool. It does seem like it's been in development for a long time. Long time. And yeah, when it was when it was revealed, I thought it was kind of like heavenly sword, but like freaky. And but I think it's I think it's changed much Hellblade. since then. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, heavenly sword. I think we made that joke yeah. many years ago. It's the joke worth making. Yeah. Um, are you too surprised that that's a Jones? You were surprised that that's a pop tart. Uh, not for Ian, no. Uh, that that seems like something. The challenging combat, interesting character. You know, like uh, some some psychological turmoil there. You know, like uh, definitely not a, a, like a straightforward character. Ticks not all you. the boxes. Yeah, ticks all the boxes. <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. I was yeah. a bit surprised um, because I hadn't seen Ian express a lot of enthusiasm for other Ninja Theory games. Um, and that's just—is this Ninja Theory? Yeah, isn't it Ninja it's, Theory? It is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I mean that's fine. So, yeah, because this a this grabbed you sure. and those games didn't in the same way, and that's cool. Well, I think uh, in the case of DMC and the case of uh, Enslaved. the monkey game, en- Enslaved. Yep, uh, they had a big publisher who was saying finish this now. Right. And they don't have that right now. And as Ian said, yeah. they were allowed to just go back and redo things that weren't working out. And I think that's an encouraging thing. The dev diaries are, have been really interesting too. It's cool you're watching dev diaries. A few. I haven't like watched them all. I've seen like three maybe. I love video games and I hate dev diaries. <laughs> These are interesting because the person who makes them, uh, they were working on the game and she is the video editor for the dev diaries. But they kept, before they had an actor for the part, they kept having her just do the stand-in stuff. Mm-hmm. And then eventually she became the actor. She, she does the, so she's, the facial. She's the character in the game and she's never acted before and she's actually like terrified of acting. Does she do the voice as well? She's everything, yeah. Whoa. She was the one standing live on stage doing that demo, which is like the most terrifying thing she said to her. When was what? That was two E3s ago, I think. Oh, okay. Um, with Hellblade, I did what exactly what I did for Rhyme, where I just I've seen a trailer for it. I know I like Ninja Theory, and I'm not I like I don't know I know almost nothing about that game. Yeah. And I just want to go in blind and play it and see what I think. Yeah. Thirty bucks. Thirty yeah, bucks. Sure. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, Kazuki Kiwami is August 29th, and it is thirty dollars. Cool. 30 bucks for Yakuza Kiwami? Yeah, it's man, like... That might be where I hop in, man. That might be where I hop in. Kyle, if you, right get on, point. if you get on this train, you're never going to want to get off. <laughs> you're never going to want to get off. I mean, we'll get to the 29th. It is a pretty packed day. Uh, but let's talk about how the 8th is pretty packed, because that is also the release date of Lawbreakers on mm. PC and PS4. Uh, that's from Boss Key Productions. That's their first game. That's Cliff Blazinski's studio. The one he uh, uh, left Epic to go make his own game. It's Lawbreakers is coming out August eighth. This was almost my toaster strudel, but Whoa, I couldn't. Okay. I couldn't. I couldn't make it my toaster strudel because I think for a game like this, feel is so important, and I haven't played it, yeah. and so it would be wrong to dismiss it in that way. But just everything I've seen, it's not driving with me. Okay. It's just I watch it, and I'm just not interested. 
what do you mean by not jiving? Is it the aesthetic? Is it the way that the actual game is played? So this is an arena shooter, we should say. Right. Uh, low gravity arena shooter. Is that fair to call it? Uh, parts of it are low gravity. There's sections of the map. Oh, okay. Yeah, and to be fair to Lawbreakers, I have not taken the time to dig into the mechanics and understand it and learn mm -hmm. about it. It is just the aesthetic. The aesthetic feels a little by the books to me. It feels a little generic and I, it's just not calling out to me in a way that I would hope but it could also be a game that when I get my hands on it I love the way that it feels mm -hmm. and it could overcome that initial barrier sure sure game trailers alum Rohan Rivas works on that game correct I meant no offense to Rohan <laughs> I'll, I'll call him up later. Okay. Rohan, you're a toaster strudel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> game sucks, bro. <laughs> you're almost a toaster strudel, Rohan. Uh, yeah, uh, it's cool. It's games fine. Again, it just feels like that's been a game that's been in development for a long time. It's one that was announced way early, uh, I think out of necessity. And so it is cool to see that finally come out. The nice so. thing with it is it's also $30. So Are you like fishing for points? No, I just know that. I'm giving you a point. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's also $30, which for me is the right... If it was 60 I would say no. Yeah. And I wouldn't play it. Yes. But since it's 30 I'll be like, yeah, whatever. I'll buy it and see if it, I hate it. Yeah. Uh, Brad, who is much better at, and more knowledgeable about uh, arena shooters than I am, is excited about it. And so yeah. that's a good sign. That is a good sign. Yeah. Uh, August 15th, Agents of Mayhem on PC, PS4, Xbox One. Uh, that is developed by, uh-oh, oh, That is my toaster strudel. That's your toaster strudel. That is, that is my toaster strudel. Okay, that, so, uh, That's my toaster strudel. No, no double toaster strudel. <laughs> because it is the type of game that I, I'd be curious about to, to, to What jump is this in. game? Okay, yeah, so describe this game to Ian and our audience. So large. the vibe is very similar to Saints Row. It's the same, But uh, also not... Uh, yeah, it. I mean, that that's kind of one of my 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 concerns about it. Right, uh, is that I kind of want it to go full board in in either direction, and it doesn't seem to be embracing the silliness as much as I would expect it to, or like delivering a crazy action game. Uh, right. Kind of seems like a little bit of both. But um, so yeah, imagine Saints Row, but uh, okay, so open world game. But yeah, but less focus on like the gang warfare and kind of like the big things affecting this crazy over the top city, and it's more like you're spies and you're kind of going. You're not like going undercover or anything. There's not a lot of stealth. Like you're just like shooting around. But you can pick th at least two, possibly three of the characters, and switch between them. Just as like a button, you just whoop. Literally, the person teleports out, and you become that other person. So like mid jump, you can just switch to another character. And uh, take me uh, to the toaster strudel part. Jim. This was the. Yeah. This was the, this. What was the line that Huber loves to say? Like ahoy, ahoy, motherfucker! Oh, like, yeah. that. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Again, but, but that, that teaser was a great example where, like, it seemed really over the top, but it's like, I'm not laughing at any of these jokes, but it's like, is that because I'm kind of maybe supposed to take the story seriously? I The the levels that I played, I enjoyed. Like, one level I played, I think the first time I checked it out, I was, there was a uh, all-digital cartoon character that, like, was an AI, so it was kind of like it achieved its own celebrity on its own, and it would, like, go to, like, signings and, like, movie premieres and stuff, and was getting married but I had to like stop it from getting married and I was in a building and it was trying to kill me. So you imagine this like very bubbly anime character being like, you're gonna die soon, but it's okay. And like all the screens, her face was on it as all these like robots were coming to kill me. Why are you trying um, to stop her from getting married? I don't remember. I just, I had to go in and, and discover something or someone was trying to hurt her and then found out she was trying to kill me. It's like Hollywood in the in their 30s. Exactly like Hollywood in the 30s. Anime characters are always getting married in the 30s. Well, it was you know it's just like you get you we're picking who you're gonna marry. It's true. Yeah, the studio system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but basically, yeah, it it uh, I, I like you can switch between these characters, but none of them 
like really grabbed me as like, oh, this is my character that I'm going to play as. I just appreciated the ability to switch between the two of them. I'm not hearing why this is a toaster strudel. Ben, give me the toaster strudelness. Um, I think Joan just touching on a lot of it for me. Every trailer that I've seen, every yeah. gameplay thing, it it's always hard for me when a game is intentionally trying to be funny and yeah. nothing, nothing is sticking. And not even a, oh, maybe in the right context, it's just like, no, all of these feel like duds. Like, all of these characters, this, like, flashy celebrity guy, just all everything that is coming out of his mouth is not working for me. Uh, and it's disappointing because I really like Saints Row, specifically Saints Row the Third. I thought it was a hilarious game. And while I didn't like the fourth Saints Row game as much, uh, I still thought there were pretty funny bits. And leading up to the launch of those games, I got, I was laughing. Or I was like, oh, okay, I want to see more of this style of joke. Everything that I'm seeing in Agents of Mayhem is like, no, I, I feel nothing. I feel nothing watching this. Uh, and everything that I've seen from the gameplay as well also is kind of giving me the same feeling. Uh, it's just, I feel no passion for it mm-hmm. whatsoever. Again, it's a game that I think has a better shot in August. Yeah. I think August is a good time for Agents of Mayhem. It, it's not, there's not a lot of heat on it. You know, it, it is called Agents weird of spot. Mayhem and there's not a lot of mayhem. There's way more mayhem in Saints Row. Right. Sure. So I see this kind of offshoot game and my yeah. first thought is, okay, this doesn't feel like Saints Row, so clearly there was something about Saints Row that they wanted to focus on. Like, mm-hmm. there was something like, we've made these types of game, so let's make this other game and really drill down on this one aspect. And I can't find whatever that is. Like, whatever sure. that thing is that they worked on way more than they'd worked on previously. It's like, the characters, again, like Ben was saying, like, I'm not in love with any of them. The weapons, like, don't really seem that crazy. The world was kind of dull when I was there. And Granted, it might just have been in development. Like, maybe the world would be, there'd be a lot more going on, but it didn't seem like... Even like like a GTA or even like a Yakuza where it's just like, oh, so many characters screaming at me and all sorts of crazy stuff happening. Just kind of like just very like blank generic city background. Yeah. And it was like Crackdown where it's like, I'm jumping really high and clambering on stuff. The thing that I want to make clear, it's okay if it's not batshit crazy like Saints Row. Like Saints Row is the epitome of batshit crazy. I don't think there's anything wrong with paring that down. But when you when you see Agents of Mayhem in motion, it does feel like it's going for this off-the-wall kind of zany thing, but it's just not doing it very well. Honestly, I the game that I most readily think of when I see Agents of Mayhem is Battleborn, and that was a game where the vibe also just did not gel with me. Uh, I actually looked it up because I was curious about when the last numbered Saints Row game was. It was 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Gat Out of Hell since then. But yeah, yeah. I was going to say that was after that. And I think Gat's in Mayhem as well. And really? He's like an unlockable character or, Jones, or something. He's a pre-order character. He's a pre-order character, <laughs> yeah. If, I think if you pre-order the game at GameStop, you get That's Johnny Gat. That's hilarious. <laughs> so there we go. There's a little humor in the game. <laughs> Saints, Row, right. Saints Row 4 was the that first was review brilliant. I did for game shows after I got hired full time. Ooh, what'd you get? Out of hell was? I think I gave it a 7 or maybe a 7.5. Somewhere in the 7s. 7.5. Good, yeah. good review to start off on. Yeah. I was so nervous. <laughs> like it was my first day, and it's like, hey, do you want the next Saints Row? It's like, that seems kind of big, but okay. Uh, August 15th, Matterfall on PS4. This is Housemark's uh, twin stick shooter where you're, it's like 2D. You're like a person in this one. Uh, as opposed to Next Machina, which just came oh, out, which yeah. is a more traditional t- twin-stick shooter. Uh, that's coming out on that day. Look, yeah, look pretty straightforward. Yeah. Uh, saw it before I saw the PlayStation conference at E3 this Jones, year. how much that game cost? I was just going to do that. $20. Ooh, that's a point for Jones. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we don't have to have a long conversation about every game. Uh, exactly. That's, that's that game is what. But that if game he, is. I saw that game in motion and guessed how much it was, so yeah, it's a twenty dollars game. Sure, <laughs> twenty dollars side scroll. John's uh, just nothing but net. August fifteenth, Nidhog two on PC, Mac, and PS4. I love Nidhog. Mm. I bet I will like Nidhog too. Mm. Sure, it's pretty crazy. I played it with blood, uh, and met the developers. Yeah. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. I was trying to look him up. I think the developers have only made Nidhogg in this I, next time. I believe, well, um, I think they've made a few other things. I don't recall them at this time, but okay. Nidhogg, I think, was the biggest one that they've made. Sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I like so that technically you could never finish one match of Nidhogg. You could play Nidhogg until you die. Like you Blood and I had Blood and I had a oh, couple that mean, were yeah. like a couple of minutes, and then we literally played one that was 30 minutes long. <laughs> Whoa. Because we were both just like evenly matched. Were you having like, fun the whole time? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we were filming, so I was kind of like, oh man, I want... Who was saltier? Neither of us were salty. Mm. But, a uh, stoic Nidhogg match. No. Us, us and, the, and the devs were like, one of you could just could just give in. Yeah. You know? And then the other <laughs> one was like, yeah, you could. They were getting yeah. frustrated yeah. Yeah. at your stalemate. That's <laughs> was, pretty good. It was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, you know what? They went they went for something with the art style. It is very different from Nidhogg 1. I'm kind of happy they went, to, they to went be, for something. To be fair... Uh, it looks, it looks and plays way, way, way better in person mm-hmm. than it did on that trailer, and they had changed it a lot since that trailer. Yeah. So like, the, I think it was an easy update that we did this for. I don't. Remember. Yeah, I think it was. But yeah, I think you did an easy update. But the, it looked way more HD. It looked really good. The backgrounds were really cool. So it and like the, I'd seen that trailer like a month before that or whatever, and it looked way better now. One thing so I really love cool. about Nidhogg is it reminds me of the 90s, and a lot of the things that you would do in the 90s is you would have entire marketing campaigns based on, look at how freakishly ugly these characters are. Yeah. And it's just like, whoa, this one's got snot coming out of its eyes. Boogerman. Yeah, right. Something like something along those lines. That's what Garbage I like kid, about yeah. Nidhogg, too. It's yeah. just like, this is super ugly, and we think that's cool. Ben, I'm how much does that. that game cost? Nidhogg 2? Yep. I'm going to say twenty dollars. Nope, fifteen. That's I, minus one point, okay. Ben. <laughs> also on, oh yeah, you lost. Back in point. the hole. <laughs> August fifteenth, Sonic Mania is coming out. This is my pop tart. There we go. <laughs> We're burning all our pop tarts and toaster strudels in August. Uh, PC, PS4, Switch, Xbox One. Sonic Mania is a sequel to Sonic games, Ben. Two D S- Sonic sequel. I hate using this phrase. I, sure. I force myself not to use this phrase in reviews, but I'm going to say it on this podcast. Sonic Mania is a love letter to Sonic. That is what it is. It is not. Yeah, Ben, I hate that too. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad, but I'm going to do it. Sometimes you have to break the rules. Sure. Uh, How about love text? Let's modernize it. Yeah. Love text? It is a sext to the Sonic series. It's a we sext. should do, yeah, for the bet, we should do love letter. How many love letters are going to be in the reviews? Oh, Sonic yeah. Mania that week. Of Sonic Mania. Yeah. No, but it's. One. <laughs> It feels like a rebirth of Sonic, which sure. is a weird thing to say because I feel like every re- Sonic game they're trying to rebrand it or go in a different direction or something like that. But this is a Sonic game that has a lot of new things. It has a lot of old things and it has a lot of mixture of the two. So there are brand new levels done in that classic Genesis Sonic style, uh, which look fantastic. Real but good. what's even better is like these people know Sonic. They understand Sonic. Studiopolis is not just, oh, we thought this would be cool. It's like this is based on a design that never made it into these games. These idle animations that you're seeing, this popcorn machine is a reference to some popcorn machine in the Sega offices. Like mm-hmm. it's just so insanely detailed. You're like whoever made this must be crazy, but they're crazy yeah. in the best possible way. And you play it and it 
it feels like your childhood. It feels perfect. It feels exactly how you want it to feel, and that's so important. Like, if you ever cared about Sonic, I don't know how you can play this and just not gush about it. I didn't care about Sonic, and I played Sonic Mania and very much enjoyed myself. Whoa, Jones even. Yep. Yeah, it's really... I was not a Sonic fan back you in the day. You I just didn't get it, into yeah, the pace great. of it. And I, am I just because I'm older and wiser, but uh, played this at Judges Week and loved it. Well, and the problem is, like, Sonic 4 came out and it felt sluggish and weird and off. It and was this, ass. Yeah, and this <laughs> this feels right. It, it feels ass. like the old Sonic. Like, even to the point where, it, like, you can get stuck in those, like, trying to get out of this thing, but you're bouncing off the thing like you do in old Sonic. Like... Mm-hmm. The things that were like weird about old Sonic are here, but in a great way. And they have some levels where, you know, there are multiple acts in Sonic games, and then the first act will be what you would expect it to with some modifications. And then the second act will be just a totally new, like, version of this zone that yes. you yeah. love. Yeah, new yeah, versions. Yeah. With, like, a different version of the song, even. Yes! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty cool. And, like, really cool sprite animations, like. You can stand on a little stool at this like juice bar in the movie theater level, and he'll Wait, like really? spin around, and you see him I in 3D. But it's like a sprite. It's really great stuff. They were showing me all kinds of crazy secrets, like homages and stuff in the I demo that I did at E3. Like it's crazy. It's like rife with these references and stuff. Sonic like Mania could be huge. That could be one of the biggest games of the month. Do not miss it. Yeah. Do not. I'm gonna it. get it on the Switch. I think it's good pop tart. It's a love letter. It's a love letter to Sonic. <laughs> On August 22nd, Uncharted The Lost Legacy will be released on PS4. And the reason why that's here, as most DLC expansions wouldn't be, that's a standalone, standalone game. game. Yeah, multiplayer standalone too. You get all the multiplayer with it. Oh, really? Wow, I didn't yes. Know that. Okay. Jones, is your face in that game? My, damn it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. So I, I'm pretty excited about that. I think that might be very. You're excited very good. that your face is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are gonna be able to spend money on my face. Uh, um, do they have to buy it? Yeah, you have oh, to buy wow. that. That's that's a microtransaction. What is it called? Do they? Does it like hint to you guys? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloods is bloodworthy. Uh, Huber's is hubris, and mine is boss man. Hubris, huh? Yeah. Mm. That's pretty hilarious. And if, I'm sorry, if you don't know what They're we're talking just about. helmets. For some reason, uh, Huber, Bloodworth, and myself lucked into being scanned in as weird Greek helmets for yeah. Uncharted characters. And <laughs> we're, tr- we're trying really hard to get that big publisher sponsorship, but mm-hmm. for now, yeah. we're heads. We're just, uh, you know, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> uh, the Lost Legacy is an expanded. It's its own game, and apparently it's huge. Apparently it's very big. Apparently it's yeah. telling a bigger story. It's got bigger environments. Uh, it is its own thing, uh, and I really like Uncharted 4. I think there's reason to be excited about this. I bet it'll be good. Yeah. I yeah. Think yeah. It's good that's, my, yeah. that's my hot bet. Chloe, yeah. right? Ian, how much is that yes. game? Ooh. Oh, the other one, standalone, was 15 I think, but this is 19.99. Oh, that's so off. It's $40. Yeah, Whoa! Get the multiplayer, though, too. Oh, sorry, Ian, we got to take a point off. Good Lord, $40? Yeah. God. So am I at zero? It better be long. Do you want a point for, no, for I doing that point. to Ian? Oh, it's only if they call on you. Why, do you want a point? Well, I thought if you got somebody, like, you got them, you know, okay. you get a point. You know what, okay. I'll okay. give you a better point. What? Because I want to encourage you to try to... But that hasn't happened yet, right? That's the other. first yeah, time yeah. that's happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. so... All right, all right. It's, it's been me every time. Right, so, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, Ben, you're zero. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> what am I at? Like, one? You're at one. Yep, Jones is at one, just to keep everybody <laughs> on the same page there. Beat Jones. 
You know what? I, there's not too much to say about it. I'm media blackout. Yeah, I don't want to see more of this game. Fine. I just want to play it when it comes out. It, it's going to be, be We are people good. that cover yeah, games. Yeah, what, 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 like what I have seen of the game, because yeah. I cut the, the preview that, uh, that uh, Huber went to, was not yep. like, they're doing what with this game? It was yeah. just like, yep. Yeah. I hope there's less shooting. Two female characters. I mean, uh, yeah. Very different dynamic than they've had previously. So that'll be good. Two people that have, do not work together typically, and yeah. So yeah, I'm excited about the banter between the two. Of them. They're gonna betray each other. That'll be nice. And I mean, fresh. Chloe's awesome too. I, but, I you know. predict that they betray each other no less Multiple times. No less than four times. That's a good. I think <laughs> no less than four. I can, yeah, there's one <laughs> in the trailer. You can see the E3 trailer. You can see at least one house. Right. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> On August 25th, Madden NFL 18 coming to PS4, Xbox One. Uh, Look, that's my unqualified. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, listen, uh, why do I keep saying listen? I hate people who say listen and then listen. I adopt it. Yeah, it's fishy. listen. So, why I put that on? Maybe we'll we'll get it into it more. That is the first Madden game that will not be on Xbox 360. Will not be on PS3. Nice. Always a good feeling when that happens. Yeah. Um, Let it die. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good feeling, Jones. <laughs> yeah, man. What? Let the PS, PS3 and Xbox 360 owners play Madden. You got focus, baby. Uh, yeah, you're right. You got I mean, to update all those new features. Jones you hates think. poor people. It's yeah. not this. It's not the first one. <laughs> Embrace. I mean, the that's documented. <laughs> no, uh, it's not. It, let me. The first one isn't that real kicker where they finally yeah. finally get to put all you know pour all the resources into one gen. But uh, that next one, I think it'll be nice. Yeah, so this we'll is a crazy new feature. In the this is map. a switch to Frostbite as well, Jones. And this yeah. is where they have their story mode. And yeah, it will be a different Madden game than the one that existed last year. Uh, on August 29th, Absolver. Absolver is a game that... Go ahead. Well, uh, you can go. Sure. Uh, on PS3, PS4, Xbox One, Absolver is a game that I hear a lot. I hear about this game. I have no idea what it actually is. It, uh, it was almost my Pop-Tart. Ooh. Oh. Uh, it's Souls-esque mortal, or, uh, martial arts. You can kind of design your own martial art. Whoa. Uh, sort of. You like assign what things happen on what buttons and combos, what things do what. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, I'm worried about it. I hope it's good. So that's why it wasn't your pop tart, is because there's this a little, little mystery trepidation. To it what makes yeah. you worried? Uh, I just don't know if it's going to be solid enough. And I think that there are at least at the E3 or GDC GDC demo that I played, the last boss was another player. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a scheduled invasion where it's like the monk from Demon's Souls where it's like you have to face someone to get past that part. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that like if they're if they're building it in intrinsically into the game like that, I hope the net code is really good and I hope that the mechanics are really good. Um building your if that's own part of fighting the game, style. It sounds, sounds cool. nuts. And the like, punches and kicks have a lot of impact. Yeah, cool. Something just from looking at it looked like each thing it, had a like the impression I, behind him. The impression I had from this game at the demo was this is not a game that will demo well because I want to yeah. sit down and play this for like an that, hour yes. to set up my stuff sure. before I even like leave the first area. It's kind of simplistic art design too. Like not yeah. a lot of facial de- definition. And It looks you know, like a dirty polygons are kind of bound. Simple. Yeah, okay. A dirty bound. Kinda cool. Like the faces look similar to that. It kind of reminds me of Mark of Creed on the, the PS2, mm-hmm. kind of that style. Yeah, a bit. nice man. Thank you. Uh, develop, student, uh, developer uh, Slow Clap. Who I think this might be their first game. There are formerly Ubisoft Paris people. I yeah, I was gonna say they team, like left somewhere. I really like that yeah. studio name. Yeah. S L O C L A. Jones, how much did that game cost? Twenty. Thirty bucks. Thirty. I was like, point. You're a zero. I was like, I knew this. Uh, okay, so August 29th is a big one. 
Also on August 29th, Everybody's Golf on PlayStation 4. Yeah! Almost my Pop-Tart. Really? Almost, almost your Pop-Tart? Yeah. I don't know if I could give everybody's Jones, golf a, a, a Pop-Tart. So Jones, Wait. Because oh, I don't have mean, a hit. Because mm. I don't have the history there. So I don't sure. know if... The thing is, the, 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 the struggle I'm having with my Pop-Tart Toaster Toodle selection is yeah. that mm. I don't think I'm playing any of these games in August. Like, I'm going to be working on the Dark Souls Retro and catching up on other stuff. I respect uh, I'm going to play one of these games. I don't think so. Wow. Maybe Uncharted. Maybe. What about Sonic Mania, but I like dude? To, I mean, probably playing Sonic Persona Mania. 5. Probably Slap playing... Sonic Mania on your Switch. It's That's over. a good choice. Persona 5 is done. Over. You missed it. Okay, yeah. that's not true. That's bullshit. A lot of conflicting, a lot of conflicting Ben opinions right no, now on the table. That will be coming up at the end of the year. We'll have serious discussions yeah, about it. Yeah, that's true. You need I want to be prepared. I want to be prepared. That is a yeah. ridiculous statement. I want to get yeah, yeah. done. Yeah, Kamashita's at least I want to get through. Yeah, sure. Um, <sighs> wait, so Jones, I'm, so I'm I don't, sorry. I, I've, I, I've never heard of Everybody's Golf. You call, talk about a legacy. I've never heard of a game called Everybody's Golf before. Hot Shots is maybe the franchise. Oh, I love Hot Shots Golf. It's interesting that it's, will it be called Hot Shots in the States? No, 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 no! It's everybody's so, golf. So that's, yeah, this is ba- yeah. This is basically the first the, time the official rebranding. Is yeah. First time okay. Why are they doing that? Because like Huber and all you guys are so excited about everybody's golf, and I'm like, what is that? I've yeah, never so heard I of this. I think in Japan it's called Mina No Golf, which re- kind of translates to everybody's golf. Uh, in Japan, this particular game is called New Everybody's Golf, and so I think this is a good time to just reboot it. And so but it, it used to be Hot Shots Golf. Yeah, this is the Hot Shots Golf franchise. Make it right. Make it right. Huh. But yeah, it looks like the you can invest a lot in your character. It's kind of got like MMO vibes. You can like walk right. around the golf course and like see other people. Yeah, you can like yeah. <laughs> when you're like actually golfing, there's people like all over the course, just like yeah. like walking around. You're like, excuse, hey, excuse me, everybody. Yeah. But it just seemed like traditional golf controls. Just everything I loved about my you know Mario Golf and just those old golf games. Yeah. Um, I I I played it for a long time before the Sony press conference. That's why I have to like check everything out. I was yeah. like, well, oh, there's no, you mean. There's yeah, no yeah. line in everybody's golf. So I just sat down on a big leather couch before we were waiting to get into the, the Sony press conference and played a good 15, 20 minutes of everybody's golf. So then real quick, let me ask you like a, an actual mechanical question about it. Is it like Mario Golf where yep. you hit bink, X bink, once? Bink. Yep. You, you have to again. hit it for power and then and hit then it again. Yes, and yep, exactly. And then you do you do, you do the spins midair on that one, I right? I did not get into any spinach. Oh, okay. I just, uh, yeah. Cool. But it did pretty well just yeah. playing that. and uh, Just super jolly, cheerful game. Yep. But we again, like, am I going to put totally off doing a cup here. of Jones for everybody's golf? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> In August. but We'll have a tournament. Uh, it, I think Yeah, I think it would make a fantastic group stream game. Hopefully it gets voted. How much that game cost, Jones? I'm going full price. I think that might be sixty. It's forty. Forty. Oh, forty. I'm stoked. It's forty. Those forties, dude. Two. Yeah, that's a good forty. That's a really good forty. No, you're just negative one, Johns. How many do this for you? Uh, also on the 29th, and look, this is it. It is a re-release of a very old game. It's the only one I have on this list, but I kind of feel like it has a lot of hype behind it. Windjammers. Mm. Uh, yes. So I okay, debated so, for a okay, long man, time. I debated for a long time between Sonic Mania and Windjammers. Okay, so this um, comes out on PS4 and Vita. But explain yeah. to us why this was potentially a pop tart. Windjammers. I think Windjammers will. Game. Yes, I think Windjammers will be the best uh, Easy Allies group stream that we ever have. And here's why: <laughs> Windjammers. Windjammers is a fantastic video game, and I have to give credit to Giant Bomb because they're the ones that introduced me to its existence. And I think why it's here, to be honest with you. Sure, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, uh, they seemed like they were having a blast with it, and then I played it, and it's so good. So it's basically. Like this disc volleyball where you have two people on each side and you throw this disc and you try top to down. G- it's top down, right? Down. And then uh, you have like these different goals and on the sides it's worth like three points and then if you get in the center it's worth five points and then if you get on the ground it's worth two points. But 
it has those classic like exaggerated anime Neo Geo characters and you get like crazy special moves where you throw the disc and it'll be on fire Mm -hmm. and stuff and it just it feels so tight it's one of those games where you can pick it up and understand it immediately and if you if you're playing with somebody that is at the same skill level you will be guaranteed to have an interesting match right out the gate and the more time that you put into it the more you get out of it like there's a lot of depth there as well so how much does it cost Ben? Windjammers cost I'm gonna say 20 Here's it's the problem. Guess. I don't have a price on this one. Give Woo! me a point. You both Give want a point? Both a point. Okay, all right, fine. Wow. Mr. Grab. <laughs> but probably 20. That's wow. my Yeah, guess. I don't think they have enough. How many other games do you not have? Spo- have uh, that was it. Total sports. That was that it. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh. like, a lot of them I would go to like, Steam and I'm like pre-order <laughs> yeah, now or something right. like that. Good job. Um, all right, right, right. Oh, and I, I realized before you correct me, you can pre-order these games for cheaper especially on steam you, you have like pre-order bonuses but i'm going for like msrp this is what <laughs> the game costs at its at its fullest as opposed to on its most at sale. for rent wind jammers yeah. uh, my, my guess would be 20 my guess would be 19.99 but yeah, yeah. I, I feel like 20 I is the new 15 yeah. i wouldn't be surprised at 14.99 if they go 10 i'm like whoa yeah uh again yakuza kiwami on the 29th but finally maybe the biggest we're just gonna breeze over that one huh? <laughs> yep uh, okay, no, okay, so Yakuza Kiwami is a remake of the first game, of Yakuza yes. 1. It's yes. another chance to go through the story of Yakuza 1 before we have to step in the world what of Yakuza Kiwami? 6, the Song of Life. I don't know what Kiwami means. That's a good question. Um, I think it's like Gaiden, where it's just like, we just add this to a story. I think it's that kind of word. I don't question it. But Kiwami's really cool because, th- like, Yakuza 1 is rough in a lot of ways. It was, uh, we're figuring out this, this style, and we're figuring out storytelling, and so they've mm-hmm. gone back with uh, like all of the things that they've learned throughout the entire series they've added things to like more connect it to zero and like flesh a lot of that stuff out and then you have the style mechanics of zero which were a blast to do in this game as well and it's only thirty dollars yeah. so yeah Ooh. I think it's great hey you just snuck that in huh oh you already oh, looked that up you already yeah, looked I did it up. I already looked it up, you looked it up. It, yeah. so is Ray Liotta in this one Ray Liotta is not in this no oh, is okay, he in the other one? yeah well he <laughs> Oh, okay. It's the that's only one that's ever been dubbed. It was Yakuza right, One. Right, Yakuza One. Yeah, and they got they like paid way too much money for it. They spent money on Ray Liotta and I like Mark stunned. Hamill was Whoa. Majima. Whoa. Okay, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. They spent too much money on the voice. And they cast. didn't. They didn't transfer that over to this version. And never since then has it ever been dubbed. Wow. Right. So Yakuza Two, which also came out in North America on PS2, was not dubbed. Yeah. Wow. They just they put a ton of money into it, and it wasn't in North America the success that they had hoped uh, for. Yeah. So. And uh, that's why it's been such a struggle Let's getting Yakuza here. Get just because that first one. Because from I Vice think City yeah. <laughs> to be in our open world gangster game. I mean, Goodfellas. Yeah, but he was in a video. He was already in a video open world gangster video game. Yeah, but Ray Liotta doesn't cost money because of GTA. It costs money because of Goodfellas. I know that. And B movie. Right. Okay. Uh, and Ray Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> or is that Leave Schreiber? That's Leave Schreiber. They're all the same. <laughs> They're similar. Uh, not really. Man, I would say there's like a 30-year-old, well, maybe 20 age gap. I don't care. Least, Correct yeah. us. Correct us. How much is that age gap? <laughs> <laughs> Minus two. Lastly, on the 29th, Mario plus Rabbids <sighs> Kingdom Battle on the Nintendo Switch. <sighs> too hot. Hot damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very close to being my Pop-Tart as well. Mm. Yeah. Boy, August is dank. It's good a good month. month. Exactly. Yeah. This is why I had to August 29th had to half is, this episode. is lit. Yeah, that's a good day. That's a, August 29th is a good day. We've got a uh, preview of Mario Rabbids uh, that went up, uh, I think, on Tuesday. So check that out. Yeah. Who yeah. edited that? Oh, I did. Oh. That's the only reason I know about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you see in that preview? You edited it. You looked at all the footage. Ghost level. 
Okay. Ooh. Cool ghost level with booze that take their own turn. It looked pretty cool. A third party? I kind yeah. of wish I didn't know this. Oh, spoilers. I'm sorry. No, I mean... You were just you were yelling at me for not looking at other trailers for the games that I was at for Uncharted? What? I was You're, yelling at you? You were yelling at me. I don't think I was yelling we're at you. We're enthusiasts, not professionals. You raised check, your voice, Check ben. your tape. Check your tape. Ben raised <laughs> his I? voice and pointed at my face. Did I? Yeah. He threw like weird, like it was like some kind of ashes too. Yeah, yeah what were those ashes? Those Who were. Was, whose were those? Were those human ashes? That was Those were rabbit ashes. Rabbit ashes. <laughs> yeah. Rabid? Rabid. Singular. One rabbit. Oh, okay. I killed it. Was it dressed as a Mario character? It was dressed as a Sonic character. Whoa! <laughs> okay, okay, so that's, that's how it had to die. Right, that's yeah. why it had to die. Uh, <laughs> Ian, without spoiling anything for Ben, you watch this. You're pretty <laughs> no, sold. Okay. You're sold on the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was sold on it. The, I went I went hard out from the, from the leaks, from yep. the PowerPoint that leaks, yep. to I think the exact moment that I was hard in is when they cut to the director being honored by uh, Miyamoto, yeah. and he was like crying, and I was mm-hmm. like, I am playing this game. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I am hard Isn't into this the, game. Isn't that the turn that everyone, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was like, I was like, wow, this guy's, pa-. I think that was before they even showed it. Yeah. That was like, or maybe it was after they showed it, but I was like, wow, in. I was on this very podcast, shitting on that game yeah. very loudly. I was probably on that episode too. Feels bad. I was How wrong. wrong were we? Jones, let me ask you something. Well, mm-hmm. not, yeah, we don't know, but does this game feel humorous to you? Oh, definitely. Will you laugh at this game? Sure. Uh, it, because it seems to understand itself. It seems like uh, that Ubisoft and Nintendo, neither party is confused over what's being done here. So uh, when, when I see something that surprises me because it's not something Nintendo is uh, typically doing, it's not like, oh, I think that slipped past the Nintendo sensors. It's like, wow, go Nintendo for being right. comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, and it's not like Minions. Like it, it feels like it could very easily be Minions, but it feels a little more good-natured than that. The jokes are not like weird, like, almost potty jokes that I've seen. They're, like, actually funny, like, slapstick and stuff. There's one character intro of these characters that hop a lot, and they all hop off each other, and then they go up, and then it does the, like, you know, Borderlands, like, (laughs) hopper or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then it comes out, and Mario, like, walks up, and he's, like, looking at these guys, and then one of them, like, falls off a cliff because, like, they judged the jump wrong, and he, like, falls past down a cliff. And then the other two are like, oh, crap. And they, like, grab him and, like, pull him back up. And it's, like, well-timed. It's pretty funny. You know what would be super funny? If Johnny Gat was a pre-order character? <laughs> he is. That would be oh, very okay. surprising. Well, it's a rabid dress. But they announced it at the last Gatt. minute, yeah. like, a yeah, week yeah. before. Yeah. 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 Finally, on the last day of August, the August 31st, oh. we have one last game. Life is Strange. Before the Storm, Episode 1. And uh, uh, that is on PC, PS4, Xbox One. The one thing that I want to make clear, because I feel like this comes up every single time, developer on that is Deck Nine, not Don't Nod. That is a new studio Mm -hmm. working on a new prequel to uh, Life is Strange. And I... Yeah. You talk about passion with rabbits. Like, these, you know, they loved, 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 loved Life is Strange, so... A lot of passion going into this one, but this is all life is strange is worth loving. All new people. I mean, three yeah. episodes and in passion doesn't necessarily but... translate to quality. So well, and like to me, it's really weird. Well, I haven't I mean, seen like, most of it, you know. I know the voice actors from the first from the first game, mm-hmm. so like, there's that. But like, it is kind of a weird choice to like scab on the strike and have new voice actors in this one playing the same characters. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Right. Like 
wait or pay the thing. Like, I'm sure nobody's happy or whatever. About it, for like, sure. I yeah. mean, I don't know the ins and outs of all that stuff, but like, it seems like a weird move to me. Older games are grandfathered in. Like, if they're working on them before like 2015 or whatever, they can still do it. But like, yeah, I don't know. If you, but I, I can think you, there's a little leeway if you were the younger character. You're the younger version of a character. Yes, but it's like three years or something. Yeah, it's not, it's, <laughs> they're all they're still like they're. They're teens well, on the other I, end. They're I brought up that excuse on something. I don't know if it was on a stream yeah. or something. And somebody tweeted at me. They're like, you see young Chloe in the first game. So right. oh, I see. you're fired. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sure. ah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this version of her we've already seen. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You all hear that? Oh. oh. Sounds like it's podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of August. I sometimes screw up that first one. I say the last month's name, but I didn't do it now. August. New sponsorship. New sponsorship. Great. New month. One of them, Michael Kozachenko, who is producing video game long-form reviews on YouTube at youtube.com slash mishakos. iKeyless. Need a new car key or remote? iKeyless.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today, and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type in offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 15% off of your order. L. Fanis. Jojo Dentco. Your friendly automotive dent repair expert. If you're currently an EZA patron and are in the Denver metropolitan area, tweet at Fastmower if you would like to have your minor door dings repaired free of charge. Whoa. Iron Harvest. A real-time strategy game for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, currently in development at King Art Games. Join their community and help them bring the alternate reality of 1920-plus to life. Mango. Hoag Law Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hoag started Hoag Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the allies. Check him out at www.hoaglaw.com. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Scorn is my Pop-Tart. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. We're moving into September. It's, it already feels like we're in the fall season when we just got through August. I'm exhausted by all the good games. And October, November, intense. Insane. Yes. October intense. is like the craziest month in video game history. We're deep into the podcast. We're going to try to get through <clears throat> September a little faster. But how could we win on September 5th? We see the release of NAC 2 on oh. PlayStation 4. <laughs> ben, what's that about? No, I mean... You I, promised not to sigh. Your goal was no sighs. Did uh, I sigh? Was that a sigh? That was almost a sigh. Is an, it was almost, oh, I've done a lot of almost sighs this yeah. podcast. Okay. But I've tried to be very conscientious. Are we only counting uh, like... I don't no, think I, that was a sigh. I don't think that was a sigh because if that was in a... If that was you're reading a novel, yep. that right. would say, oh... Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I don't think that don't would think be like a, a sigh. sigh. Because if I see that in a novel, I'm thinking, ooh... But you don't no, read novels. if it goes down... <laughs> right, you don't read. It would be the O-H, like O-H-H-H-H-H. It was walking a thin line. I'll give you that. Jones, if I'm scripting it... The parenthetical is sigh. Okay. You're just trying to bust my chaps. I'm busting if it was a, a sigh. sigh is... I don't think it was a sigh. Uh, no, I just wanted to get home before midnight, and then you said knack too. So. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> we can talk about it for the rest of this yes, podcast. That's, right? that's why I was yeah. so close to the yeah. sigh. Yeah. yeah. I think a sigh is unvoiced. Oh, boy. Yeah. That it has no letters. 
Yeah. That's a sigh. You would just write sigh. Sigh is you would, you would just write Ben's size in the direction even. You wouldn't even give it yeah, a line yeah, of dialogue. Knack yeah. uh, 2 is a, it's, it's a weird game in that it's, it seems vastly <laughs> improved, but I think we'll fly <laughs> straight under the radar again. Yeah, nobody's buying that. This is such a perfect way to describe Knack yeah. 2. Knack 2 seems like a vastly improved game that feels really weird. <laughs> <laughs> ben, how much does Knack 2 cost? Ooh. $60. Wrong! 40. Oh! Wow! Oh, All these point. budget games, yeah. man. I darted it. Ben's back to zero. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's a budget one. That's a $40 game. Four, these 40s are tricky. I thought yeah. 40 but then I was like, it deserves full price. Mm-hmm. So, All right. your head Rabbits said 40 price, but right? your body said... Sorry? Nobody nobody joked on rabbits, but that's full price, right? Yes, that's yeah, yeah. Rabbits right, yeah. full price. For yeah, real, though, I would pay 80 for that. I'm somebody that reviewed Nag and gave it a low score, Mm -hmm. and based on the impressions at E3 and based on what they've shown so far, I I think it's got a shot at being pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 40 gives it a chance, I think. 40 gives it a shot. Yeah. The graphics are good. Uh, The next day, September 6th, we see the release of Destiny 2 on PS4, Xbox One, PC, not till October, but it is coming. Hmm. Yeah. Man, I wish you could cross-save. Yeah. Because I would buy it on PC and mm. PS4. I think they might be planning on some people buying two copies. <laughs> then they're bastards. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to grind two worthless characters. I think that Activision would be happy for you to grind two characters. Yeah. And I feel like... Sorry. No, go ahead. Off. I feel like Destiny 2 is the hardest game to read on that list. Oh, We're like all gonna, whether on it's a Pop-Tart list. or Toaster Strudel well, No, not Pop-Tart or Toaster Strudel. Just... I think it will be a Pop-Tart. It's just now I'm less confident in how much of a pop tart it will be. Sure. Because the beta com- came out and a lot of people are complaining about a lot of things and they come out and they said, well, we're fixing some of those things. And so it's just kind of a weird vibe at the moment because you also have a lot of people that really liked the beta. And so you take a step back and you think to yourself, how many of these people are voraciously complaining, complaining about the beta and everywhere they can find but are still going to buy it and play right. it? There's that infamous image of people complaining about Modern Warfare 2 and the oh, day yeah. it comes out and like, everybody bought it. I can't tell if it's that. I can't tell if it's just people are a little bit too close to the sun or if there are real problems and it's not going to do as well as I think it can. I just, I'm completely unsure about Destiny 2. Can you fill me in on the types of complaints that the beta was receiving? Yeah, well, yeah, the types there, so there are a lot. So the cooldowns, the, a lot of people are saying they're balancing PvE for PvP, where a lot of the things that they're changing, they're doing it so PvP is better, but that's making PvE worse. They're saying the guns feel weaker, they sound weaker, they don't have the oomph that they had before. Sure. Um, the cooldowns are a lot longer. They've also changed... Uh, how weapons work. So things like shotguns and sniper rifles are now relegated to power weapons that was really instead of special weapons. Oh, weird. Which means you can't use them as often as you could before because um, power weapon ammo is the scarcest ammo you can find. Basically. And like, I thought you could, I got a good energy scout rifle and I like using scout rifles as my main, mm-hmm. but it was on my off, like my energy, they have like... Right. They thermal, have kinetic, like, kinetic and, they, and then energy. Yeah. And I was like, why? That's weird because right. like, uh, uh, like I want to use my scout rifle I can't remember why I wasn't like couldn't but and then you have new abilities for each of the classes and some people are underwhelmed by some of those like they're saying okay Titan has a really good ability but Hunter's ability the role doesn't seem as good as the others and it's just a lot of different things um, I think some of that is people have spent their entire lives playing Destiny since it came out like De- yeah, Destiny, they'll be the most critical Des- yeah, yeah Destiny has a really intense and dedicated fan base and that's something it should be proud of mm-hmm. uh, and I just wonder how severe these complaints are and how much it is or is not turning that audience away I don't know 
Destiny me. 2 seems like one of those betas that's not built to sell people on Destiny. Right. Mm-hmm. You think the beta's actually like the beta's trying for to that. gather info? I mean, it's, it's for Bungie to I figure like this game out. Yeah, Where yeah. something like a Neo was like, what's this game? And right. it's like, here's, boom. And you're mm-hmm. like, you're here's a 30-hour chunk demo, of this game. Yeah. yeah. So like, no, I finished that, and now I'm sold on it. Was it an open beta? Anyone could come in and play? Or did you have to pre-order the for game Neo? again? For Neo? No, I, I'm sorry, for Destiny 2. Oh, for Destiny. So it was closed, and then it was open. They didn't have an open beta. It was closed for a couple of days, and then open. I'll the point stand, Jones. Okay. Uh, yeah, and hopefully, yeah. I think I think from the Destiny One beta, there was a huge difference between that and the game. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, there, uh, there's reason to believe. Uh, I remember Alpha was really cool. Beta was uh, whatever, and then when the game came out, it was basically the same as the beta. So I was like, eh. yeah. But I didn't touch the Alpha, so I was all over right. that beta. Jones, I very fondly remember just hanging out in our old GT studio as you reviewed it. We mm-hmm. just did a playthrough like two days in a row, just playing yeah. all day long. Very fun. We doing that this time. Uh, out here? Uh, Huber might be reviewing Destiny 2 this time, oh, so. Okay. I mean, I we're, are it's all nine of us getting, all nine of us are getting Destiny, right? Is that maybe. another one? I'm a maybe on a... that one. I'm a, that one's, I mean, I that's a, how much time I'm going to yeah, into it, yeah. It, it, that, that's not Seven, like an $8, it's not, or, sorry, yeah. eight-hour game. Nothing wrong with I, the game. I am yeah. in. I mean, the plot will probably take eight hours. Sure. But I'm already disappointed in myself because I thought I was going to be in on Stormblood and said, and then very quickly said, ha-ha, I have no time for that. Yeah, I I paid like $80 to get caught up for Stormblood didn't play it at all <laughs> oh, yeah. oh I mean I played I played it for like four hours trying yeah. to get my damn uh, red mage up to level 52 so I could do the next plot storyline and I was like this is taking and forever I think, it, I think of it like an MMO in that sense it is, mm-hmm. it is I mean your, Destiny's an MMO yeah it's crazy don't yeah don't kid yourself curious very curious yeah it'll be cool it'll, it'll do it'll do fine it'll be a big one <laughs> it'll, it's gonna be okay September 12th, we see a game called Wise V-I-I-I. Uh, that's Lacrimosa of Dana. Mm. Um, I Kyle. Guess... <laughs> <laughs> huh. I, well, I'm, I'm just mad at myself because I was like, oh, what's Wise? I'm just getting told you got a new game. <laughs> this is going to be cool. East is how you pronounce that, right? Yeah. East yeah. 8. East 8. This was almost my Pop-Tart 2. This was one that I was considering. Oh. Uh, but I've my experience with Ease is pretty limited i did i went to the nis offices and played a little bit of ease 8 and it seems really cool um and i've played some of east origin but i just don't think i've put enough time into ease as a series to really give it a full recommendation i hope sure. to because everything that i've played so far seems really really cool how much is that game though man that game is 60 bucks yeah ah. so does jones lose a point yeah oh man wait yeah. really yeah i think that makes sense he tried to call out ben and he failed yep uh Ben, what, a weird thing about this series to me is apparently it is the story of one man. Yeah, so he that's continues that throughout is, for all of these eight games. Uh, the only one where that's not true is East Origin. Okay, so that's yeah, because you have Adol Kristen and he's Adol Chris. I was like trying to remember his name. It's yeah, so Adol Kristen, and so yeah. it's basically him telling each game is a different part of his journey. Yeah, and I, I think, think that's, that's kind of cool. cool. And they have it's not just him; they have other reoccurring elements as well, and characters and things like that. We went and we shot. A lengthy interview with the president of Nihon Falcon. Yeah, yeah. Kondo-san, uh, he's really he's awesome. Very awesome guy. Mm. Really cool. Really interesting interview. You should check it out. My most, the thing that interested me the most was when they were talking about why some games don't have Japanese audio when they come to the states. Mm-hmm. Very interesting stuff. Because uh, apparently that costs like an insane amount of money, and sometimes people just can't do it, which I did not know. Mm-hmm. Uh. Action RPG is that what we would call it? Yeah, yeah. It's an action RPG, okay. um, and it's it's changed th- different a little bit, like Ease Eight and Ease uh, Memories of 
I always mess up this part. It's like Memories of Celsetta, I think it's called, and then E7. What like these were. Th- 3D model games. Yeah. Um, and like in Ease 8, instead of it, like in Ease Origin, you have sort of this isometric style and you're controlling these sprites. Here you have full 3D characters, you're locking on with a camera, you're, uh, you, you can do like flash guard and then flash dodge, and so it's like a witch time kind of thing. Oh, and so right. if you've played other action games, uh, you'll, you'll be right at home with this. Different enemies are weak <laughs> to different types of weapons, uh, so you have piercing and slashing and bludgeoning and that sort of stuff. So. Uh, that's cool. Is, Very fast-paced. Great boss fights. That's PC, PS4, and Vita. Whoa. Next, two days later, on the 14th of September, big one, Divinity Original Sin 2 on Pop PC. Tart. Oh, yes! Whoa, really? Yeah. Oh, Jones, really? Oh, you win, you win the podcast. You are never going to play that game. Never. No, I, I like will <laughs> not play it. Yeah. But man, this game is going to be great, period. Oh, yeah. Period. End of story. Yeah. Wow. This is not, I mean, I'm so confident in this. This is one of the most impressive demos I've ever played at any convention ever in my life. And I, most I, that, impressive yes, demo. Yes. Where I, I, where I had very little context in the game, had not played the first Divinity. It was at PAX, and yeah. so I'm just saying yes to every appointment I possibly yeah, yeah, can. Yeah. Sure. And I was like, yeah, and, and uh, Larian Studios, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I uh, chatted with them, and one of like the heads of the team like just played the game for 20 minutes, and I sat over him and watched. And like, I have never experienced another game, even like an RPG, where every single time he did anything, he'd have to stop and be like, now, I could have done this or this or this or this or this with this character. If I was another character, I could have done this or this or this or this. If I was this person who's not in my party right now, this person would have not liked that person. We would have dueled, actually, in this moment. But this person's from that town, so they recognized her. So then we'll go over to this area. Now we're going to split up, and this person's going to go on a completely other part of the map, way over there, and do a whole other errand. And then we're going to meet up later. And actually, my friend is pissing me off right now, so we're going to fight just in our party. Because yeah. so you can co-op. So it's so a like legit two people in game. the same party it's are like now going to duel. You can yeah. do whatever you want. I think I, I watched that same demo... I think at the same time he did something crazy where like he made a healing potion (laughs) that looked like a healing potion. It said like healing potion in your inventory, but was poison and then gave it to someone in his party, like a friend, his co-op friend. He's like, Oh, I found a potion. There you go. And his friend's like, Oh, thanks. Cool. I put it in his inventory. And then like, and like they demoed it. So like they both knew what they were doing, Mm -hmm. but like imagine that. But like (laughs) he gave him, he gave him a, like we lose, but I'm laughing. I'm like, ha ha. He fought and like, yeah, (laughs) <laughs> he made a fake healing potion and gave it to his friend. Wow. So if you have no frame reference on the Divinity yeah. series, this is top down. Uh, mm-hmm. This is like uh, Pillars of Eternity kind yeah. of vibes yeah, a little like, bit. Yeah. Um, just style-wise, just looking at it like at a distance. Um, Old school and computer RPG is what I would say. It looks but just so were, deep. There's just so much going on. I mean, there's just, and you have, there were four characters in the party. They were all different races. And like, just even going into this town that like, I didn't, I hadn't watched the game up to this point. So I had no reference on any of these characters and seeing like what they had to do in that area. Like one person's like, I don't know where we have no frame of reference and stuff. So we're like, I'm looking at statues. Like, who's that person? And like, I'm meeting people and like, what's your big deal? And then like one of the characters was like from there and like left on bad terms. And so right. came back and like, I got to deal with my mom who might be double crossing my family. I got to deal like she looks at the statue and is like oh that's what's his name the hunter he you know he's like an infamous hero of my people uh and so just like having that much to do in just this one area was just crazy to well, me and, and it was just like, like it's yep. got so it's impressed. got that the ai dynamic thing too correct me if i'm wrong but like mm-hmm. where like if you do or say something that one of your party members doesn't yeah. like and if like that if that keeps going on they'll just leave they'll say screw you dude Great. and like leave mm-hmm. yeah and, or like vice versa. Like if you please them, they'll really enjoy it and like I stick by that. your side. It's so it looks like the craziest, deepest thing I've ever heard of. The Fire Emblem game did that one at one point. 
If what? if you try to like take this path, the most reason. Uh, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you try Shows to take this path, yeah. and your party character, the party members in your party are like, "That's not my quest. I'm not interested in doing that." The leave. Wow. I think that is so interesting. Yeah. Uh, that is yeah. good writing, yeah. uh, because people need motivations. And if they I lose get them, so stressed characters. about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I'm playing Pyre right now, and like every time I have to choose, like. I have more party members than are used in the rights. Yeah. And so I have to like pick which ones I want to use and like not having someone in a right like stresses me out. <laughs> I'm like, they're going to get mad at me. I yeah. think what's cool about Divinity is there, there are a fair number of computer role playing games where you can do something and piss off a party member right. and they'll leave. But it always feels not always, but it oftentimes feels canned where it's like, right. okay, it can only happen at these specific points in the game. Yeah. Whereas I feel like in Divinity, it's always a concern. Like, it's it's a constant thing, and there are so many different creative solutions, and the world and the characters in your party are responding to all of them. Like, it's not just okay, it, it's happening at this big story beat. It's like no, you did this minor little quest in a weird way, and that has pretty dramatic consequences that ripple throughout everything else. To me, Divinity feels like, like you know, when Peter Molyneux would get up on stage and say all right, those crazy right. things <laughs> that you can do in, a, in an RPG. Yeah, and. People didn't believe them because they weren't quite there. Yeah. Divinity feels like it's making good on so many of those big back to the box was RPG Divi- promises. Was it in Divinity One where you had to like there's the original sin? Yeah, where you had to like uh, you could bring the ghost of a dog back to life so it could like <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's there's like all kinds of crazy. Like, combat that was, was pretty crazy too. Yeah. yeah, I think there was one thing he did where one person was. Um, uh, he he did like some AOE and the person was like uh, not not weak to it. So they're just like, yeah, hit me. I don't care. Hit all the people around me. And so they're like trudging through and like all the people are slowed around them, but this mm-hmm. person's not affected. And again, it's just all the stuff they built up, the kind of synergy between those party members. And yeah, the way you the way that you can use the environment to, to just completely like barricade off one area of the room so you can funnel them in and like take advantage of it. It's so cool. Seems but I think crazy. what, what like I took from, this, from this exercise, this game we were playing, Kyle's, it's yeah. not necessarily like I'm gonna play this. Yeah. But right. more like you don't have anything to worry about with this yeah. game. Oh yeah. And then yeah. everything I saw on that list, it was like, oh yeah. I mean, that's if you liked. Divinity 1, you're sold. Yeah. And if you are even just curious about that, it is one of the deepest role-playing games that's ever been demoed for me ever. Like, I was... Can you create your own character? Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Jones, how much is that game? That's got to I want to give it a shot. I want to give it a chance. That's got to be 60, I listened to your speech. You call it the most impressive demo of all time. I really want to play this game. And you think it's full price, Jones? Sorry, it's 45 bucks. 45? Wow. Yeah. How are they charging so little? Even if I knew it wasn't 60, I wouldn't (laughs) have landed at 45. What a weird number. Yeah, 45, I think that's the weirdest one here. Yeah. Wow. $45. God, so worth it. Hey, Jones. Such a deep game. Thanks for picking that. That's a great pick, Jones. That was a really good pick. Respect, man. Respect. It's good. On the... Jones, you're at negative three right now. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But respect, though. You gotta get some points back. You gotta get some points back. Uh, on the 15th, Dishonored, Death of the Outsider uh, for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, again, this is a standalone game. It's why it's not called Dishonored 2, Death of an Outsider. It's just called Dishonored, Death of an Outsider. Ben, you are wincing. I am wincing, but I feel really good about it. What? I know. That was a weird face. I was making yeah. like a stinky face, but yes. here's why I was making a stinky face. is I almost saw I breathed in really heavily, oh, and I was like okay. making that face <laughs> to like disseminate the breath. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> But no, I'm really excited for more Dishonored. Dishonored 2 is great. I, I feel like not enough people know how great Dishonored 2 is. I need to finish is. it. I certainly I, I really liked it. Yes. Yeah. You, in fact, you're going to be settling it soon. I will be settling it soon. 50-hour <sighs> Beach House live stream this weekend. Check so a, a potential yeah. standalone... Today, potentially, when, whenever you're listening to yeah, us. Yeah, it could be today. It could be tonight. It could have happened four years ago. could have already happened. <laughs> Why are you here listening to this? <laughs> uh, so... It, 
we talked about a new Uncharted game. Mm-hmm. We talked about a huge <coughs> Uncharted expansion. It's kind of yeah. like, hey, we're obviously excited about that. And so you right. kind of feel the same way about Dishonored. Yeah, I mean, it, you can really compare it in a lot of ways to Lost Lake. I mean, it's standalone, as you said. Mm-hmm. And it's also focusing on a really interesting character, probably the most interesting character in Dishonored 2. Um, and the Dishonored 2 is great. The DLC for Dishonored is apparently i have i actually haven't played it but like just talking to brad about it he says no it's fantastic dlc a lot of people have the same opinion dishonor one was great what's there not to be excited about sure yeah i'm i'm willing to move on from that that's great uh also on the 15th metroid samus returns on the 3ds who thought i would be talking about 3ds games on here this it thing? comes yeah that we yeah. didn't know about before e3 did not know wait about do you that. not pick a toaster strudel and pop tart I got. I have two. They're coming still. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought. I really thought this was going to be somebody's pop chart. Yeah. I thought it might be my pop chart, but it wasn't. Yeah. It, it's kind of a. Uh, ben, I think we're going to play this game for three days. I think we'll have the game beaten in three days. Yeah. There are a lot of games I finish in three days that I adore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to me, that's that's not a big deal. Yeah. But and, and I think that's what it is, though. I think that's yeah. what you can come in to expect. It's not a super long game, most likely, and I think it's going to be really sweet. I think the improvements they're making are uh, in, uh, creative. Uh, and, and yeah, so I like Steam by the way. So developer just the Steam. gameplay improvements alone seem good. I really love Metroid Fusion. I really love Zero Mission. I really love Super Metroid. I love 2D Metroid. Yep. I'm happy that they are returning to that. Uh, it's cool that they're making remaking Metroid 2. Uh, but what weirdly bums me out. I know I just said that some of my favorite games I've played for three days and really enjoyed. But with Metroid, it's always like a scary thing. You play a Metroid. And then you don't know when you're going to get another one. And so that's my biggest fear, is that it's going to be over so quickly, and then it could just be eight years before I get another 2D Metroid. Metroid Prime 3 yeah. will be out in the next decade. Four. Whatever. Four. But that's a, that, that tickles a that? different area. <laughs> All right, John. Oh, no, no. What? Don't, don't give him a point No, don't that. give it. Don't. All right. How dare you. I'm taking one away from Ian. Okay. What? <laughs> just joking. Isn't that price-related? Uh, yeah. Ben, I'm with you. I think, though, I think that we might be over that hump. Uh, again, Metroid Prime 4 is coming out next year. It really will. It, it, that game is coming out in 2018. And I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, there's that strongly. Do we got to make a bet? Should we make a bet about we Metroid should Prime bet 4? You. We, we are people of all right. bets. We all right, are all right, bet men. All right, so Metroid Prime 4 comes out in 2018. You so, say it won't. No I way. say it won't. I say that too. I will gladly. Are you you want to get in on oh, this? Oh yeah. Oh so yeah. So are you Please not 2018? Are you in 2018? Not 2018. I will say in 2018. Oh, okay. All right. Whoa. So we got half and half. Two v two. This is our first two v two. What do we do with a two v two with stakes? Um, a duet. Okay. A duet. Excellent. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dressed we, as. Do we pick the song now? Cosplaying as Zero Suit Samus. No. Cosplaying <laughs> makes it way too complicated. That's just, just, a just its own thing. Uh, yeah. It's a duet about uh, uh, Samus, Samus Aran, the bounty hunter. Okay. 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 So and we, we have, have to write have to it? write the song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And perform it. Yeah. Live. And, uh, two minutes. Now I kind of want to lose. Two minutes? Yeah, the song's got to be two minutes. All right. Okay. What, you I want like a, we, a minute 30? We, we will destroy lose? that. Yeah, seriously. Wait, so you have to do <laughs> so it So yeah, if it comes lose? out 2018, win-win. You we, know? Have to, yeah. we get to do we a duet to together finally. Yeah, yeah, okay. Wait, and we get Return of Samus. If you win, you do the song? Or? No, no, if you lose, you, do, you have to write that song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so if it com- comes out in 18, we yeah. have to do it. If yes. it comes out after 18, you guys have to do it. Okay. Excellent. Do you have to do it when the game comes out or just after 18 is it? If 2018 passes, if it's January 1st, 2019, we're going to do that duet for you. You have to do Okay. On it, New Year's Day. 
No, I can't hang out tonight. I gotta go sing a duet about salmon. Uh, I guess we can do it like the 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 day of the announcement of the delay. Yeah. If they say it's gonna be in 2019, New Year's Day. No, nope, yep. plans already decided. All right. <laughs> so on uh, again on the 15th, uh, NHL 18 on PS4, Xbox One. Hockey well, seems cool. Whatever. Yeah. I Look, I, I plan to have this conversation about how sports games aren't on PC and what that's about, but yeah. we don't have time. We're whatever. deep into this podcast. I'm not sure how well that conversation would go. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't get it, but yeah, I kinda wanted to see where you're all at there. But uh also uh whatever. We, we it's NHL eighteen, we don't know anything about it. We don't know a single thing about <laughs> it. I have learned that there are many NHL fans who listen to the podcast. They have let right me have it. Hello. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let us listening. have it. Again. Hey, why don't you play the games on PC? Why don't you care? Let us know. Consult Matt Blair on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. Matt Blair. Uh, is, is that his Twitter t- handle? I think his Twitter no. might be Matty's Matty's 14. Matty is something. Yeah. Matty is 14. Nice. Can I get a point for that? Yeah, you can get a point for Thanks. that. Thanks. Can I, can I go in too? No. I knew it. <laughs> You're way ahead. So, okay. on September 19th, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite comes to PC, Xbox One, PS4, and we've talked a lot about a lot about that game even last week. That's my toaster strudel. Ooh. Ooh. Those cutscenes look terrible. Chilling. That is a cold toaster strudel. I didn't think that was coming for that game. I was mulling it over as a toaster strudel as well. Oh. But there's a reason I didn't. What's Why? the reason you didn't? I like the way it plays. Yeah. It's sure. fun to play. I played it for 40 minutes. At, yeah, uh, I've, I know nothing about the gameplay, but, but that, you felt that, that story about those and cutscenes, those yeah. cutscenes yeah. look yeah. like garbage. Those chinly yeah. eyebrows. Brutal. Actual yeah. trash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, and the roster is underwhelming, but I think not only does it play really well and it feels really good, but I think the Infinity Stone stuff so far is pretty creative and can lead to some amusing situations yeah. where you can just do crazy things with some of those powers, and that could be cool. Yeah, yeah. things that the the designers probably haven't even foreseen. Uh, to the two of you, actually, here's the question that we kind of uh, got to at the end of our discussion We've seen Injustice 2 lead its month in the NPDs. We saw Tekken 7 lead its month in the NPDs in sales. Yeah. Do you think this game will be a success? Do you think it will see a similar success uh, that those two oh. those two games have seen? Yes that and was no. Oh, Jones, you were here last week, but go ahead. Oh, sorry. Did we answer that last week? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Why just answer both questions? I don't, yes. know, if, I don't know if no, both you didn't, of those man. questions What do you mean, applied? yes and no? It will be a success, but it won't reach those heights is what you mean. Mm-hmm. Got it. This this has a as, as a stink on it in an uphill battle the way those other two games didn't. Sure. Yeah. Where I think um, it'll perform worse than Capcom thinks it will. Sure. I think people I think there are people mad at Capcom for the way that they've handled Street Fighter Five and I think a lot not all of it but a lot of it is justifiable. Um, I think people are mad at the way that it looks, which I think is justifiable. Uh, and yeah, it's just those initial stigmas when they're so intensely negative can be hard to shake off, uh, but it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. I. I, but uh, yeah, it just it just doesn't. I don't. I don't think so. The way it's looking right now, I don't think it'll do nearly as well. And John, that's basically what you meant to say as well. Yeah. Yeah, I can say it again if you'd like. I can. You got a point for that. Ah, uh, no, yeah. All right, John, you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what are you, what are you, oh, and my goal. I failed my goal. Um, on September nineteenth, as well, NBA Two K eighteen, and here's where NBA Two K eighteen is an outlier. You will see that on your three sixty, on your PC, mm. on your PlayStation three, on your Switch, on your PS four, wow. and on your Xbox One. I think that game wow. is going to sell very well. Yep, I mean uh, it ha- it, it'll sell very well accidentally. It's yeah, on everything. Yeah, the law of averages. People just, just buy it by yeah. mistake. <laughs> 
yeah, I think that's cool. It's cool that game's sticking around on so many platforms. Switch is crazy. It's crazy that's on yeah. the Switch. Compromised. Uh, and we learned that WWE's on the Switch. Uh, FIFA's coming to Switch, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. FIFA. I have that coming up, actually. That is later that month. Uh, on September 22nd, we see the release of Pokemon, sorry, Pokemon Tournament DX on the Switch. And that. Is my toaster? Yeah, strudel. I'm glad somebody. <laughs> I'm really glad somebody did it. That's my toaster strudel. If you were a huge Pokemon fan and you didn't get that game because you didn't own a Wii U, and you think, "Oh, cool, a Pokemon fighting game," pump the brakes, pump the brakes. Pump Watch some videos. Make sure you're comfortable with that game you're about to buy. We had fun with the game. In I was Easy gonna Alice. say, did we have fun? We had fun. We had fun. I took it home. I did not have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. didn't you have fun? Uh. Ben, there's there's important things I think in a fighting game where you feel like you're getting better, you feel like you know why you lose, mm-hmm. you feel like you have this control. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have those things in Pokémon. I don't feel that being good is fun in that game. It's very fun to thrash about with friends and right. have a laugh at you know a luchador Pikachu uh, slamming a machoke, a machamp. Uh, but uh, no, I don't want to play this it, game. It seems like that game's wheelhouse is when you have a group of people who don't know how to play it yeah. playing it. Mm-hmm. That's the highlight of that game. Yes. the It didn't feel this way at first, but the phase shifting really got to me. So, yeah, uh, the game switches between a 3D fighting game and a 2D fighting game. Yeah, that yeah. is weird. Whoa. I yeah, don't yeah. think it don't did remember. either one of those very well. <laughs> yeah. And switching between them, I, like, there were some characters where I enjoyed the 3D part more than the 2D part and vice versa. Yeah. But I didn't love it universally ever. I think the best version of Pokémon is 2D only. Mm-hmm. And I think they only have fighting Pokémon in it. I would love actually some more cohesion with all the Pokemon that are in the game. It's so weird that you know some are like stage one Pokemon. Uh, the, you know they're they're in the middle. They haven't fully evolved yet. It's like why fully evolve and then enter this tournament? Otherwise, don't be here. Uh, <laughs> that kind of stuff really bothered me. That is why it is my toaster strudel. I I don't think Pokemon is a terrible game though. It's not. It's just a game that I don't want re-released. I don't want to play it again. I, yep. I it had its we're time for people me. for the right reasons. Right. Yeah. There's so many other Wii U this, games. This that might be right up your alley, but. Yeah. Yeah. Just make sure for the right reasons. On September 22nd, we also had the release of Project Cars 2 on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Very deep racing game. Very deep. Very deep. Deep. Deep speech. Deep speech. Um, yeah. That's a racing game. Yep. <laughs> well, probably brought, brought more to E3 this year than you could have possibly played in, in one sitting. Yeah. You sitting, so. Stiff competition, that that's poor some, game. Yeah. You know, why you, I mean, I think that's why it's September and not in, in the more fall of the, month, the mm-hmm. months. Uh because we have GT Sports and we have a new Forza game coming out this year, and they got Porsches now. And they all, they all, and you know, everybody's got Porsches. So. Everybody's got Porsches. We also now. have the Crew the Two. No, Crew open. Two is twenty eighteen, isn't it? I think uh, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how many times am I going to have to be corrected on that? What about the King of Motorsports? Was that Crew Two? That's what Crew Two. That? That's Crew Two. Hoi, hoi, Matko Bosco. Uh, <laughs> on the twenty sixth of September. Dungan Rampa V3 Killing Harmony on PC, PS4, and Vita. Ben, Whoa. what is is that the third Dungan Rampa game? Is that what that is? No, but it's there's Dungan Rampa Ultra Despair Girls as well, but that's kind of a oh. side story. That's an offshoot. Yeah, it's an offshoot. I don't so, care about the Ultra so, Despair Girls. So yes. Okay, so it's the, it's basically Dungan Rampa three. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, when I was reading this, I just missed that. I think I would have made that my pop chart. Like I think it would have even liked Sonic. Mania. Yeah. Whoa! Wow. You're yeah. more excited about this game. Yeah. This game is more of a sure thing than Sonic Mania. No, I actually think it's less of a sure thing. Okay. I'm more confident that 
Sonic Mania will live up to my expectations than Danganronpa V3. There are yeah. some things about Danganronpa V3 that I'm worried about, but like I just love Danganronpa so much. Yeah. What am I worried about? So hold on. Let's let, let's set this up to people who are, are we're saying nonsense words to. Sure. That's fair. <laughs> uh, this is it's a trial, right? There's high schoolers. Somebody killed somebody, and we got to yeah. figure out who did it. Basically, the super simple premise is a bunch of these kids are trapped in this high school. Uh, you play a killing game where somebody murders somebody. Mm-hmm. And you do a, like, almost Phoenix Wright class trial sort of thing to figure out who killed the person. If the person, the wrong person is picked, everybody but the killer gets to go free. Mm -hmm. If the right person uh, is picked, the killer gets executed. And mm. is this a linear story, or does this change every time? Is it's a linear story. The way that it's described is a action visual novel mm -hmm. so a lot of it is just going up to characters and talking and having conversations but you are moving through a world um you are it's kind of ba divided up into three different areas where you have sort of your off period where you're getting to know the characters your downtime you have your investigation phases where okay somebody's gotten murdered you have to find the clues and talk to people and, and dig things up and then you have your class trial which is its own separate game almost okay so is it, is it sort of like zero escape um, the visual Less aspects are the same, uh, but like it's that. not the, the puzzles in Danganronpa are not the same as in, in Zero Escape. Can I tell you one thing? When I think of L.A. Noir too many times, yeah. uh, but it was a mystery game in which I knew who did it. Mm. I put the clues together and I was like, oh, it's him. Let me go arrest that guy. And yeah. it's like, no, you have to falsely accuse two more people and then we're going to throw a twist on you. Is it... In the first two games, did you ever have this feeling of, oh, I know who it is now. Let me finish the game. I know who did this. Yes and no. I think early on, with the beginning cases especially, it's pretty obvious who did what, and it's not hard to piece things together. But what makes oh, so each level is a new case. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. It, well, it's not really levels. Uh, what I like about Danganronpa is the killing game, <laughs> while important, while kind of the hook of it, mm -hmm. there's a much broader, deeper story. Great. There is okay. a world outside of this high school where these kids are killing each other. There is a reason why you're here, and that very much matters with the forces outside of that. That is what's so interesting, is figuring out, oh, man, this goes way deeper than I thought. And there's like um, a monster teddy bear? Yeah, so there's a, there's a robot teddy bear called Monokuma, who is a fun little asshole. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And then, Ben, uh, lastly, for the people who knew exactly what we're talking about, please yeah. tell us what was concerning you about this one in particular. What's concerning me about Danganronpa V3 is the caginess that they're talking about it with, uh, where it is... they've So they ended the Hope's Peak Academy story, which was kind of the main story of Danganronpa, with an anime that came out, mm -hmm. uh, which was called Danganronpa 3. This is V3... And it has new characters, and they say they're focusing on a new thing, but uh -huh. it will also be connected. And so that, that vagueness is worrying me. Sure. Is it like, all right, is it really cleanly cut off, or are some of the things that I've come to know about actually, you're going to throw me for a loop at the end, and it's going to be connected? Um, and so that's that sort of thing. Sure. Uh, where I just, I don't know exactly what they're going for, what they're trying to accomplish, because if it is clean cut, then why are we doing a killing game that feels so similar to the other two killing games that we did? And I just have a lot of questions. And that might be a good thing. Um, the way that Sanganrata builds up some of his mysteries is what makes it so engaging. So maybe it'll be fascinating, but it could just be way too convoluted and hokey, and I don't know. Sure. Just not sure. Mm. In the killing game, are they making high schoolers kill people? Each other? Is it like yeah, Battle you, Royale? Yeah, you have to kill. Whoa. Um, 
Oh my! You yeah, must. that sounds dark. Yeah. It's dark. Ian, how, how much? They give you game? plenty of incentive to kill. Oh no! Forty. That's a full price game. Jones gets a point. Sixty. Oh man! I forgot what systems it well, was on. Was on Jones. I actually forgot about the, the the game passes through my mind sometimes, and that is on Vita, PS4, and PC. Oh uh, damn! Uh, next we got another Ben choice on mm. the twenty eighth. The Legend of Heroes. Trails of Cold Steel 3 on PS4 only. That one's that one is PS4 only. Ben, what is that game? Trails of Cold Steel. So a good way to describe it is it's a JRPG uh, that has a lot of persona elements. So, uh, I mean, I've only played a little bit of Cold Steel 1. Yeah. So how it changes in Cold Steel 2 and then in Cold Steel 3, I'm not sure. So some of this could be wrong. Uh, but you're at a school, you're at an academy, mm-hmm. and uh, you have this class, this special class of people, um, and they're interacting with each other. They're coming from all different sorts of backgrounds, and you can choose who you spend time with after class and build up certain relationships. Uh, the combat system is very, very, very good if you're familiar with the Grandia combat system or if you've played Trails in the Sky. This is set in the same world uh, where positioning matters a lot. Turn order matters. Um, you have these really flashy effects that can cover so much space or you try to get enemies in a line so you can attack them all straight on. Um, and it's just a really good story, really fantastically written characters um, that get way more elaborate as time goes on. Uh, I'm way more familiar. I'm almost done with Trails in the Sky, so I'm more familiar with that. But if Trails That's of Cold so Steel... I see those two good. titles and I think it's the exact same game. Yeah, the, the naming of these games yeah. is maybe not the best... The Legend of Heroes, man. Yeah. The Legend of Heroes? No. So, <laughs> like, The Legend of that? Heroes goes before Trails in the Sky as well. Uh-huh. And there are, like, references to those older games, but I have no idea what's going on there. And yeah. then you have, so you have Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky, and then you have Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky SC, which stands for Second Chapter, and then you have Trails in the Sky the Third, and then you have Trails of Cold Steel, oh. and they're all related... Is Trails of it's, Cold it's Steel confusing. in the sky also? Is Trails of Cold Steel in the sky? Yeah. Is that, that what you're steel at? Are you planes? Is it floating? What? What's, <laughs> the, what's the steel we're referencing? Are, is this one on what the ground? What is the Cold Steel referencing? Yeah. I don't know what the, the Cold Steel is explicitly okay. referencing. Skyships? Airships? Can I warm the steel somehow? Can uh, you warm the steel, Ben? <laughs> okay, so I have not played through the Sky Trilogy. <laughs> I am... Yeah. Halfway through the last chapter ben, of Trails in the Sky. Ben, can you've you done everything we could possibly ask of you. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying my best. I feel my so bad, I've, man. I'm trying my best with the experience <laughs> that I have. My understanding just slap of, us both in the face like, and get us over with. There are, a bunch of, <laughs> there are a bunch of characters from the Trails in the Sky series yeah. that go over to Cold Steel, mm-hmm. and like the world changes pretty dramatically in the Trails in the Sky trilogy. And so it's a continuation from that. Okay. So there, there will be familiar faces from Cold Steel, but you don't have to play Trails in the Sky to appreciate Cold Steel. You can just hop in with Cold Steel can I, can and hop, you're fine. Can I hop in with Cold Steel 3, you think? Are you going no, to? No, 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 you can't. Oh. You oh. cannot. You oh. can, with both Trails in the Sky and Cold Steel, like... It's like chapters of a book. You oh, need man, like, to finish. I, I don't want to play two whole RPGs to play a new RPG, though. You know what I mean? Don't do it. I guess I don't do it. I don't know what to I tell you, it'll man. It'll just never be for me. Yeah. yeah. Play, play East. That's they said that in that interview. They East, East, East is the series that you can just jump into. Trails of right. or whatever is like you got to play them all. Yep, Dang. that's a good point. Okay. Total War Warhammer Two also on the twenty eighth. That is from Creative Assembly. That is on PC. Sure, panel. Yeah, it's good. It. Play yeah. it fun. It's, it's one of those great. things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's solid. 
that game is what that is. That's, that franchise is what that is. It's got an overworld mm-hmm. sold. Yeah. yeah. Wait, it does? Yeah. You can see the, the map of like all the places that you're going to. I'm sorry. It's an RTS, right? Yeah. And it's got an overworld? Mm-hmm. That's like the world. So you can zoom out and see like where these places you're fighting are in relation to, to other places. Oh, I love that. And I don't know if you move through that world or if you just select places, but yeah. they have like big versions, like not like proportioned, but like if you see like, oh, the area and there's a little pyramid, the like god or leader of those people will be like walking around the map looking around, but like much bigger than they should be, obviously, you know, like towering over trees like and stuff. Like a war map. But, like, yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of a fun tactical map. Way cool. Okay. All right. There's a nice little tidbit. Thank you, Jones. On the 29th, finally, at long last, the release of Cuphead on PC and Xbox One. That is a super stylish, uh, what is that era? Was that is that 1920s era animation, Jones, that would call it? Sure, yeah. 30s, I 20s, 30s, think. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a very old animated, original style, like early Disney, early Warner Brothers style animation uh, throughout an entire video game, an entire shooting game. Pretty cool. And Pretty it's cool. Finally coming out. Yeah. Jones, how much does that game cost? 30. 20. 20. Oh. Jam it back down. <laughs> Love those 20s. We're really <laughs> picking on Jones. Yeah, you got a point. You got All a point. Right. You're back ahead. Uh, ben is right behind you with two points. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, and that's cool. That's coming out that day. Uh, on the 29th, also that day, FIFA 18 on. Here's here's where FIFA is also EA. Uh, P- 360. PC, PS3, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Nice. So uh, NHL EA says no, no, no. Just, uh, just PS4, just Xbox One. Uh, what was the other sports uh, that they Madden? did that with? Yeah, it was Madden. Thank you. Uh, football. They're like no, no, no. Just PS4, just Xbox One. But when it comes to football of the world, uh, when it comes to soccer, when it comes to FIFA, they say nah. Yeah. All those platforms, even the Switch. Weird. Yeah. I mean, it's what is it, the world sport? It's like there it is. It's put it on everything. I mean, I wonder if the distribution of newer systems globally is less, so they want to because this oh, is sure. the most popular of those franchises, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is globally. Yeah. So like that to me is like yeah, we're gonna sell this everywhere, and we want everyone to have it, mm-hmm. and probably like certain parts of the country or world have more. 360s or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, whereas Madden is only popular in North America, right? Well, and probably so, more popular in North yeah. America. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, actually, you know, that's a great point. That totally makes sense. Uh, Plus, Frostbite Engine might have something to do with it. I don't know if that's on Frostbite Engine. It is on the newer consoles. I think the uh. 360 version will not be running on Frostbite. Uh, I don't know if the Switch version is. Mm. I don't think it is. Interesting. Let me know. Yeah, correct me on that. I'm, I'm very open to that correction. I'm very interested, actually, if the Switch version is. Uh, I know the Switch version is missing the story mode. Nice. Swish. That was a swish. That was nothing but Beautiful net. shot. Give him a point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gundam Versus, also on the 29th. That's on PlayStation 4. This is a kind of fighting game. Uh, I don't want to call it fighting. I just call it arcade-style uh, versus game uh, starring Gundams giant robots uh this is part of a gundam versus series this one is simply called gundam versus but you spell out versus don't you dare do vs if we're talking about this game in particular ben here's the interesting thing we actually had a love and respect question about this okay Uh, we won't get into it but maybe we'll kind of cover this sure apparently this is a disappointing game in japan interesting there are cut features there are fewer gundams in this however 
This is one of the first Gundam versus games, one of very few maybe, uh, released in the U.S. Right. And so when we get this game, we're gonna be like, oh my goodness! Right. Look <laughs> how fun this is! You get to pilot Gundams and shoot people and have two v two and three v three matches. And look at all of the Gundams you have in this. Absolutely. In Japan, they're like, what are you talking about? That's like half the Gundams we're used to. And, yeah. Uh, here in the U.S., we're very excited about that. And so it was interesting. The question was, when you're doing a review of that kind of thing, when you're thinking of this game critically. Do you let that impact it? Or do you treat that as, hey, this is a brand new franchise and this game is everything that is here. You don't see it what it for what it isn't, basically. That's such a good love and respect question. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. But I think you have to be realistic with yourself and you have to be realistic with what your audience is going to be experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, my understanding, I think it is the only Gundam versus game that has made it to North American shores on a console. Okay, on a console. Um, so th- I think there were Vita or PSP games that previously had. So you're right. I think it's console. I've I've been to yeah. arcades in the Los Angeles area that have had Gundam versus. Cool. So it's not like you couldn't access it, but I do th- I think it's the first game on a console. And I think for a lot of people, for most of your audience, it is going to be their first Gundam versus game. Yeah. And so you are not going to have the context of that series. And I think as long as you're honest about that in your review, I think a lot of people are going to be relating to where you're coming from. Uh, but it is it is good to acknowledge the history of the series and do some research on it, but it is very difficult for you to get access to all of those games, especially since most of them are in the arcade. Yeah. And, and Ben, what I think you nailed as a part of that is your audience. Right. The people reading your review, the people watching your review, where where are they going to stand? And you're right. I think for the most part, it is everybody's first Gunnam versus game. Right. And like I said, it's, it's important to acknowledge, but if you're spending paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs explaining the entire history of the series, yeah. a lot of people are going to be watching it and go, none of this applies to me. Yeah. This is not useful information. Uh, so yeah, it's, and I'm coming from that perspective as well, where I, I don't know much about Gundam versus I imported it and boy, it's fun. That game goes way deeper than I thought it would. And it just, it nails the feel of Gundam so well. You know what? I missed an important part of that. Uh, the other two things may be a little superficial. Uh, also it is apparently simplified. Mm. Uh, apparently the burst system, uh, I think in which you like use fuel. I think you kind of have like a super meter basically in Gundam versus is that kind of correct? Yeah. You have from that. You have a, you basically a boost system where you yeah. can only boost, boost so system, much. Yeah. yeah. And so they've simplified that big mm. time. Uh, they've like reverted back a few games, uh, where it was much more complicated and intricate before they, they kind of took back on that. And so Interesting. again, it's kind of weird for us to say, and this boost system is really cool. Whereas yeah. other people would be very disappointed. Like they kind of, uh, gimped it, you know, they kind of, uh, uh nerfed it. Sure, yeah, and I'm really curious. I would love to go back and experience that old burst system because yeah. to me the new one feels really good, and sure, sometimes yeah. you have streamlining of things, and it's good, but because you're so attached to the old system, you like that better, and so, yeah, I'd be curious to see uh, how I personally feel about it. But, cool. Yeah. Gundam versus. It's cool it's coming. It's cool that streak is finally over. Again, with like Yakuza, it just feels like these streaks are over. Right. With Dragon Quest, the streak's over. It's coming. Well, speaking of Yakuza, I saw yep. Chatter, I believe, on our Discord saying that to the Japanese audience, Yakuza 6 was disappointing. Yeah. Um, because it was lacking in just number of things that you could do, number of features. Um, and part of that is because like it looks so much better and yeah. they've changed how the fighting system is. And so that's that's interesting, too. Um especially in a game like Yakuza where the breadth of stuff that you can do is one of the major points of the game. I wonder how that'll come across when we actually get to review it. Right. 
And if somebody, if it's somebody, a, re- a reviewer's first Yakuza game, that mm-hmm. reviewer might come in and say, look at all the stuff you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh right. my God. Yeah. And right. not realize how disappointing that could be to franchise fans. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But that also has a different layer because it is the sixth game. It is a continuation of the yeah. story versus a versus game where Which you can just top basically it. reboot. Right. Yeah. Finally, also on the 29th, Star Fox 2 is getting released as part of the Super NES, this the the Super Nintendo Classic, and that, my friends, is my pop up. Yep. <laughs> I was glad that Wikipedia even listed Star Fox 2. It's like, oh yeah, I guess that counts. That's the right. release of that game. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. I always, I, I felt like this game always had the short shrift. I was bitter about it, frankly, for so long. I'll never have to be bitter about it again. That game is getting released as it was, as it was finished. Because uh, it never came out. It never came out. And it was actually finished. Ian, how much does that game cost? $80 because it's on the SNES. Oh, Ian was so ready. Yeah, it's 80 Ouch. Well, one, one 80th of... Yeah. <laughs> I thought I got him there. Yeah, I, I would think so too. Yeah, yeah, that's 80 That's $80. That's going to be an $80 investment. We're all going to pre-order at the end of August. We're all going to get it. It's all going to go fine. Sure. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Everything's going to be fine. They're, Everything's they're making fine. a lot. Uh, but I just think that's so cool. I want to see so much more of that canceled games, unreleased games getting officially released, officially respected. Never even released in Japan. No. no wow. No, no. That's no, no. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah, cool. Just, it feels like they're doing it right. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm very, very excited about the spirit of the game. It might be trash. We might all play it and be like, oh, and be like, you know no, what? They canceled this for, for a good reason. reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even still, I will be so excited to play this, this uh, unearthed history. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm excited about it. Pretty cool. It is now time for Love and Respect. Love and Respect. I'll tell you the points, actually. as we, I, I didn't end that last segment well. We finished September. We finished August. It, I, even that, just those two months. Those two normally pretty cool, pretty easy breezy months. Yeah. So jam-packed. It's pretty intense. Quality. Podcast. Yeah. Some quality yeah. there. And I honestly, I love doing a podcast like that where we just go through every game. I'm sure I missed some. Let me know, obviously, of course. Uh, Ian, you finished with five points. Ben, you finished with, finished with one point. Jones, you were negative two. I had zero points. So uh, let's do oh, let's do a quickie. Let's do a <laughs> little quick one. Nice. Let's yeah. do a nice little sweet quick question. I should have made my goal under two hours and ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> where are we at? Out of curiosity. One thirty-three. We're at one thirty-three. Okay. The battery's about dead, so we'll, I'll never know where we're going to we'll finish. We'll never know. At. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, allies. I absolutely adore video game toys and memorabilia, and the replica Skyhook from Bioshock Infinite. Uh, sorry, from the replica Skyhook from Bioshock Infinite to Skylanders and Amiibo to the absurd $450 DVA statue. Uh, Diva. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> like, Diva, dad. Uh, I love seeing video God. games brought to the real world. Honestly, I would listen to a podcast dedicated to toys just to hear Ian and Ben review the latest Bloodborne figures <laughs> while Jones raves about the latest Toys to Life release. Kyle, I was listening to the podcast just before E3, and you said something that resonated deep. Let's have Toy Talk. When I pro- What I propose to the panel here is exactly that. What are your favorite video game or animated related toys or collectible? What were some of your most disappointing experiences? What would you like to see more than anything in toy form? Scale replica, Kirkhammer, please. Uh, <laughs> this will tide me over until Blades a toy mercy. podcast stretch goal gets made for me to personally fund. Love and respect as always, Dylan G. Let's talk about game-related toys. I've, I've spent a lot of time 
like a lot of time thinking about if if the blades of mercy could work and could exist. Yeah, so that's a bloodborne weapon. That's a bloodborne weapon. What do they do? The dual. It's the it's two blades when it's in one form, mm-hmm. but then you they like hook the ends together and they flip around and they like slide together. So like it's it's like one knife mm-hmm. that the blade kind of goes like that. It's like snaked around sort of. And the handle, when it's together, is one rounded handle. When they're apart, it's flat on one side yeah. and rounded on the other side. And you can see where the metal like scrapes together on the model. I like looked at the models. It's really cool. I don't think it'd be possible. And if it is, I think that it would hurt your hand every time you tried to snap it together. I'm sorry. Did you like download the 3D model? No, no, no. I, looked I just at looked models? at them in the game. Oh, like, okay. I like stood there and I was like, wow. Dang. That's a good dream, though. Oh, yeah. Do you want them to scale or do you want to like I want scale? like the actual weapon. Okay. All right. <laughs> like metal. Counts. Yeah. Would you mount it on your wall or would you keep it around to like flip around? I mean, we'd like make a musical or something with it. But like, yeah. A musical we, with the weapon. Yeah, yeah. yeah we right. use it as a prop <laughs> yeah. all the time. But yeah, I'd hang it on the wall. Cool. The Pip Boy from Fallout Four was also kind of cool, just because yeah. they had the app that you could put into it with your phone, and it like functioned as the thing that it was. I have so many negative feelings about the game today, but that thing was truly cool. Yeah, yeah. and like yeah. I never used it, but yeah. like the the fact that you could have a functional Pip Boy if you put your phone into this thing mm-hmm. was neat. That's yeah. a neat idea. Whatever. I feel like I I really like action figures and plushies and toys and all that stuff. I buy a lot of them. I yeah. would hate reviewing them. Uh, They'd get sent to you for free. Yeah, that would be that'd be cool. <laughs> of course, it's, I like watching video reviews of toys. I do too. It's so weird. I, I do too. I, I, I gotta be honest. It's not something I like do frequently. But every time I like a transformer, if you make a video review of a transformer, I'm so on board. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I like watching those reviews too. I just yeah. think just writing them personally. Yeah. What I love writing about video games is describing these worlds mm. and, and trying to condense just these these massive massive locations yeah. into a review format and saying why it's cool and why these characters are fascinating, why these storylines grab me. Like there's just so much emotion present in video game reviews. And not that you can't be emotional or excited or just disappointed or angry with toy reviews but i feel like it's just a very analytical technical this is how well this was modeled this is the durability of this and just for me i think that writing would kind of get dry and i i i I would feel like i'm forcing it too much kibble to me i know i already had two but like i just thought of another thing (laughs) i'm big about functional things like Toys to me are like interesting to look at, but I don't need to own them. Sure. You know, I'm like, yeah. wow, that's really cra- well crafted and awesome looking. I don't have a place to put that. Mm-hmm. But like, my my friend AJ makes a lot of props and stuff, and they're really amazing. AJ Locasio, yeah. And um, he, you can make. He really is. It's ridiculous. He's he makes so stuff good at that that's stuff. like it's like. Yeah, and his, I, I kind of didn't believe him at first. Actually, like when too, I yeah. when I first like got to know him and I like, follow him on Twitter, he'd be like, "I made this," and I was like, Haha, "Right." Yeah, yeah, no, like, he did. Oh wait, you were serious? You made that? Like his, his house? Like yeah, looks my like living room is the haunted mansion. mansion. Yeah. I was like, "What?" Yeah, it's how is it, dude? It's amazing. But like, I would I would like if I had like you know infinite money, whatever. Mm-hmm. I I would be totally down to have like replica like like Maria's chair from Bloodborne, the old hunters like. And I would, like, not mention it to anyone, but I'd be like, yeah, that's, like, a perfect, full, usable, actual chair replica. Oh, it just hangs out your dining room table? I have, or no, I mean, it would be in, like, you know, if I had a million dollars, it'd be in, like, my study. A little Ocasio house. Right. My little Ocasio, my rain room or whatever, (laughs) my Guillermo del Toro rain room. But, you know, that kind of stuff would be sweet. All right. Like, replica furniture and stuff. Jones, Jones, let's talk toy talk. What's your favorite of all time? What's the kind of thing you would really like? I don't want to talk about this. 
Oh, he's hurt. Uh, I mean, yeah, I liked Infinity. Um, What's that? That was a mistake. Uh, that was yeah. Was it a mistake? Think about all the joy <sighs> you got. Think about yeah, all the joy. I, I guess, man. Because the relationship is over doesn't mean the relationship uh, is worthless. I mean, it's one thing to have a relationship with a game. It's another thing to have a relationship with a company. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> it's just like uh, anyone you know that worked on the game gone. Uh, any uh, like ties to that game gone. Any hopes of a sequel gone. Like anything, yeah. Oh boy. Um, but one of my favorite toys. Uh, figures was given to me. I don't know the name of the company because it was a gift. But uh, my character from World of Warcraft was yeah um, oh. immortalized forever, and it was fun because it was uh, I was currently playing Wrath of the Lich King at the time, but I still had Burning Crusade pieces on me, and so it was kind of neat for it to cross over two different expansions and 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 really just kind of encapsulate like probably the most satisfied I was with World of Warcraft, like the most into it I was at any given time. That's cool. So, so it's neat having that little reminder of yeah. my, my little hunter. When I was an intern in 2011, I was very intimidated by Brendan Jones because oh. Brendan Jones, like... <laughs> what, what date did that end? <laughs> a lot of us would, like, be out in the common area capturing games and people would come yeah. out and talk and Jones was always just so serious working on these big projects. I'm like, yeah. anytime I had to go in there, I'd be like... Sorry, I don't, don't want to bother you, but but here's that footage what? I needed. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> leave me alone. No, eventually, <laughs> eventually, I found out that he was a super nice, super chill guy, and yeah. we our, our relationship got better over time. And we started talking more, and I just remember one of like the the first times we really had a candid, nice, casual conversation. He was like, "Hey, check this out," and he like pulled out this World of Warcraft figure and just showed it to me and talked to Wait, me. Wait, is it the one that was in the dome? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just he was very proud of it. I it was a cool. cool. Where is it right now? Do you have it still? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I unfortunately had to sell all of my stuff because I had to make room for all the Easy Ally stuff, so it's very sad. I'm <laughs> Wait, well, I mean, where is it? I don't oh, know. Story, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> in that closet, maybe. I can't remember. I want to call out some bullshit, though. There is something I want <laughs> to be in plushy form that is, that is, that is, but they've intentionally limited it, I guess. This is all coming from okay. Twitch chat. This and is we talked, talk. we talked, Wait, Yeah, we talked about talk. it multiple yeah, yeah. times on Twitch yeah. chat, but apparently uh, Monolith Soft... Creators of Xenoblade, mm-hmm. they have made... So look at this up if you are not familiar with this. There are these creatures called Nopon. They're just the fuzziest, cutest, most adorable things that make me feel good. Yeah. I was like, of course there are Nopon plushies out there that are official. Yeah. There are not. Apparently, Monolith Soth like, made the only one, and they have it in their office, and you can't get it anywhere else. And that sucks. Oh. Like, oh, I'm yeah. sure fans have made plushies and stuff like that, and that's super cool, but there's just something about the, that burns that's, me. That's a mm. marketplace disconnect. Yeah. That is, they don't have the confidence that people would buy them. I want, I have yeah. Moogles, I've got Cactuars, I've got Slimes, I want a Nopon up there as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Maybe I, someday. I have do something you know I want. What do you want? Um, I really like, uh... Because I think the tendency is when you bring a video game character into toy form, yeah. it's to make them look cooler than they've ever looked ever. And that's like a great goal, you know, to like... like Excuse me, what? Yeah, it's that's like... That's the goal? No, it's to make a toy. It's like cool. The goal is like, to make it look exactly the same as the game. Now it is. But for um, like... Do you watch Toy Story? Toys are meant to be played with. Jones? I Well, think of like Amiibo. Think of like Mario. Like, does that look like the Mario from the original Super Mario Brothers? I, like, no, it's a much more detailed character now. No, it looks like his Smash Brothers model. Like, just directly. Right. Whereas they now they have like the Zelda. That's like the actual pixelated Zelda. That's they like have a, a pixelated Mario ver- too. I'm sorry, Link. They that's like a, a, a blocky Mario. version of Link. A yeah. blocky version of Mario. Mm. I would love to see that. I would love to see uh, uh, statues of old 8-bit, 16-bit. Even like mm. it'd be cool to have Mario like from Mario 64. Like that actual like kind of edgy 
polygon model. Dang, that would be cool. I would, would love to have just like Pierce Brosnan from Goldeneye, but like <laughs> the but like the bad like painted on face version from yeah, like Goldeneye sixty four. Yeah, That'd be cool. I think that would be cool. That would be cool. That you could make retro a series stuff. Call that the retro I've stuff. seen like people with three D printers do Final Fantasy seven characters, and yes. they look so cool. Oh man, and I think oh, I think yeah. related to oh, that, if I had I think the six cast that'd be nuts. Yeah, uh, and in my uh, uh, various. Um, uh, backdoor shady deals during E3 going to all the parties and events and stuff like that mm-hmm. had an awesome conversation at the ESA party with someone who is getting into the business of uh, toy creation or statue creation and how supposedly how it works is you get a screen grab or video from a game and upload it to them and they'll make that what so if you're like this thing happened this touchdown I made in Madden or like this amazing end of a game in Overwatch literally like you freeze it and you send it to them, and they'll, like, as far as crazy if you want to make it. If you want to put every single Overwatch character in it, great. That'll probably be, like, $500. But, like, we will literally create that scene so you can immortalize that moment for you in games forever. The future of, of, of toy games. Yeah. Or game toys. Uh, I just have one real quick story. Uh, maybe this is maybe I might have my timeline wrong, but this is how I'm remembering it currently. I had an action figure of Solidus Snake before I played Metal Gear Solid 2. Uh, McFarlane put out some toys that came out in, ahead of the game's release, and so I think I think um, shoot, what's her name? Destiny, Fate, uh, the bullets don't hit her. Fortune, Fortune, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> they had her like her. I think they had like action figures of these characters of the bosses before like you even understood the context. And so wow. I had this cool Solidus who had two samurai swords and like a weird like uh, I think they're called like M60s, like a machine gun. Uh, and I'm like, oh, cool! I can't wait to fight this guy. He's gonna be such a cool bad guy. Uh, <laughs> Solid Snake's just gonna fight this guy. He's gonna be at the end of the game. It's gonna be like the fight I had with Liquid, but it's gonna be this cool guy called Solidus who's got Doctor Octopus tentacles. And like, it, it's so weird that even that fed into my misconceptions leading into uh, Metal Gear Solid 2. It all ate up into it. It was pretty cool. Uh, and so yeah, that was a cool toy. Wasn't uh, McFarlane the ones that did the MGS line, MGS one line as well? Yeah, I think so. I really like yeah. those toys as well. Yeah, uh, McFarlane. Spawn. Cool. Spawn. This has been Toy Talk. Yeah. This has been <laughs> Toy Talk. You know what'd be funny if uh, they had Johnny Gat as a pre-order? <laughs> be good for uh, a video game that like. You go yeah. with Johnny D. Got figured. of three. Oh no. It's time for bets. <laughs> Meaning three and you're done? Is that the rule of three? That yeah. you're not allowed to do those jokes anymore? You gotta uh, stop. He so was done long The way that the comedy rule of three works oh, is that last one was the funniest. Got Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the first... Uh, that, that one, the second so, one was way funnier than that. No, so the first one is like, it sets it up. You know, people don't generally laugh right. at your first one too much. The yeah. second one almost establishes a pattern. And then the third one really just blows it up. You gotta put water. distance between it two and three. It, yeah. Yeah. One and two, there's, the distance between one and two is less than yeah. Two and three. The third one is the callback. By the time three comes up, I've almost kind of forgotten about, about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did it again. Yeah, yeah, he did it again. And so, yeah, you're supposed to be pretty amazed that I. And kind we of all laughed terribly like we just did at the yeah, third. Yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Kyle Bosman adheres to the rules of keeping the podcast over two hours. Time for bets. Next week's bet. Look, I feel like a d bag for this. Like we were joking around with Lawbreakers earlier. I feel like a deep. I shouldn't even do it. Whoa. Uh, Lawbreakers will be released on August 8th on PC and PS4, as we said earlier. How many times in the 10 most recent reviews on Open Critic will I find the word Overwatch? It's it's so. I had. Like you have to, right? It's good. We had to make this the bet this week. Jones. We're going big. I say 20. Whoa. Jones, you're on my team, dude. (laughs) 
You are on my team. You think it's too big? Yes, I think it's too big. I don't think so. You can't even like begin to rationalize. You can't think for a second. Intro and conclusion. Okay. All right. Twenty. Bang. A lot bigger than mine. Five. What are you? Ten most recent reviews, right? Yeah. What you write there? Oh, I wrote down my pop chart and toaster strudel. Oh, got it. Okay. That's what they actually were. Great, Ian. Sixteen, Kyle. Oh man. I think more than I think that. Wow, I think one of them is gonna say it like three or four times. It has happened. We have had, like, had the, like the I think that I think times. that all of them will say at least once. I'm betting six times. And so if all of them say it once, we we get that one. Don Casanova. Unless Don. Nope. Bet seven. Oh, oh no! Oh. I got Sandwich Jones. Oh Don, that, baby. That's that Casanova. Oh, good job, Don. Let me lock those. I up. don't know if this is it just being Don or me actually thinking this, but seven sounds good. Yeah. Seven. seven, seven. seven. He nailed it. Seven's probably Don right. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be twenty-six. You know. Yeah. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like forty. Thirty-five. Yeah. yeah. And then like I'll look like an a-hole again. Double a-hole. What? Yeah. I just, I just one review might have twenty. Just yeah. that yeah. review. <laughs> like unlike Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's oh, that's what's frustrating. They're they're sick of the comparison. But yeah, I'm sick of the comparison. If you're the reviewer, it's gonna come up. It's just I don't think so. I'm like. Does it have to? It though? doesn't have to. Doesn't but the world have to. is a terrible place. To not do it. But is a it lot that of hard people, of an effort? No, a lot of people don't comport themselves with the level of discipline that we think that the human race. Yeah, should. but I mean, think for some people, Overwatch is the only game they play. Yeah, on any console yes. in the world, yeah. yes. it is just Overwatch day in day out. Yeah. But, but so if I come at you and I'm like, well, let me just bring up all these other games. You're like I, I don't, I don't understand the right. reference. But if it's I'm like, like Overwatch, it's it, 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 it's this different from Overwatch. It's like nice. That, yeah. that that was the one part of the the review that really resonated just for me personally. Yeah. So I think you got to. But I think like, if you're the reviewer, there's a, there's a fallacy in thinking that your audience is familiar with Overwatch. Like, because I, on one hand, I get it. Overwatch is very, very popular, and there's mm-hmm. a tendency within game reviews to compare things to other games. But at the same time, if you're saying this is like Overwatch or different from Overwatch, like, maybe people were waiting for this instead of Overwatch. It's on you mm-hmm. when you have that thought, when you're like, oh, this is different from Overwatch, it's more valuable to go in and say what's different and explain it and put in that work because it's way harder to do that. We didn't say nobody's or, not, we didn't say they're not going to put in the work. I know. I'm just going also over need to be rant, I don't need to go on. You it know, is unnecessary. Like Gearbox made Battleborn. You know, uh, Blizzard made Overwatch. And now... You know, for the for the right. for, like, for Cliff Blazinski's first game with his new company, he's jumping on the hero shooter bandwagon. With, the thing right. is, yeah. I, I think of the audience again. I, I think it's an easy way for them to under like just put it into some context. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily to say how it is different from Overwatch. Like if somebody makes yeah. another Last Man Standing game, they're gonna compare it to Player Unknown's Battleground. Yeah, because that's the genre right. of game and the comparison point. I think it, to kind of place it like you're saying, that does make sense. Right. I can see that point yeah. totally. I'm just saying when you are getting into the nitty gritty of mechanics, you don't want to be lazy and uh, assume that somebody is familiar with the intricate mechanics of Overwatch or specific sure, sure, sure. abilities or things like that. Or that yeah. they that's, like that's it. That's what I'm saying. Or you that know? they like it. You can't be right. like, it's yeah. no Overwatch. Right. It's like, that doesn't mean anything to me. I don't like Overwatch. But yeah, yeah. games yeah. don't exist in a vacuum and to, to place it, that makes sense. Yeah. Th- that's a distinction. That's, for sure. that, that's why I bet over 10 because I think that I think that most of them will place it with a comparison to Overwatch and then I think like one bad one will say it like five times. Yeah. But we'll see. Knows? It's a good bet. It's a good bet. Dino Frontier is uh, the focus of this week's bet, or last week's bet, actually. Uh, that came out today, August 1st. We bet on what the file size of that download <laughs> will be. Jones, you bet 2.4 gigabytes. 
Bloodworth bet 4.6 gigabytes. Huber bet 5.6 gigabytes. I bet 4.1 gigabytes. Don bet 3 gigs. The actual download size for Dino Frontier is 1. Jones. Jones. The eyebrow wiggle, man. Don't do that. Jones, before I even finish the sentence, Jones is wiggling those eyebrows. Wait, what did Jones say? He said uh, 2.4. The actual is 1.15 gigabytes. Small game. Pretty small game. When you're in there, it doesn't feel like a small game. I guess guess because it's low poly, I guess that's how they get away with that. Um, Only four environments. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've downloaded retro 8-bit re-releases that were bigger than <laughs> yeah, that size. Absolutely, yeah. Wow. And, and I thought maybe because it's VR that like it's they're like rendering it twice. Like maybe I'm just an idiot. Uh, but yeah, 1.15. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jones, you won that bet as your eyebrows implied. Uh, the purple platypi are at 12. <laughs> the red eagles are at 19. <laughs> <laughs> You stupid easy animals. <laughs> Who was it? Blood? It was blood. Purple platypus. Blood. Blood. Yeah, yeah. I still uh, have the card. <laughs> it's purple platypus on it. I remember liking mine. A we got to get him too. to sign that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Man. Let's. Here's the thing. Here's the other thing. If you end up winning, if at the end of the year the purple platypus are winning, you're platypus for another year. Yeah. Oh, because the loser and then Jones and I'll have to come up with a new team name. Yeah, yeah. it's not that I don't well, we like win. It's fine. the platypus. Yeah, it's kind of cute, especially that. I love yeah. the Ty baby, but sometimes when I'm in my room or just going around, I just sometimes go caca because it's just fun to do. Oh, caca yeah. is great. It's amazing. The caca is great. We should pick a damn bird. I wish we had something like a caca because it's just fun to say. Apparently, in the Lego Ninjago movie trailer, there is a pronounced caca. Oh yeah, they're fans. Somewhere in there, yeah. They must be. They fans. That's a reference. They ask permission. Yep. Uh, before we move on, I, I heard something that was a little disturbing to me. I heard Ben say "ty baby," and I just want to like, did, is that what you called them? Growing up, were they called "ty babies"? <laughs> we called them. We called them "beanie babies." Okay. Yeah. All right. And what's the company that produces "beanie babies," Ben? Ty. Oh, so weird. That so we said tie. Yeah, we, we said tie. Oh. We said tie babies. I'm from the Midwest too. We said tie. Yeah, uh, I, we, we as well never said beanie. That's cool. Like we said tie babies. I've always no, said. No, no. <laughs> I've always said ty. Wow. Wow. Jones, where did you stand on this? Uh, I've never. I've never said ty or tie. Never what, made that connection. What? They were beanie babies always. Jones lived some kind of. I have never spoken the word. Yeah, Jones. No. <laughs> yeah. You were frozen. No you were frozen if you didn't hear about. Beanie Babies. Yes, I heard no about way. Beanie Babies, and I called them Beanie Babies. Okay. You just I, never I, I did not get into com- the brand. Wait, but we don't know if it's Ty or T-Y? It's Ty. I think it's Ty. It's Ty? It's yeah. 100% Ty. I mean, usually when you see two letters like that with Mark... It, right. Is there lowercase? Is the studio called Ia? Is it Ia? <laughs> Excuse me? Or what EA? <laughs> Those are both capitalized. Those are both capitalized. (laughs) Let's talk about id software where they're not capitalized, and then we call it id instead of id. That's yeah. That's a fair point. I guess I just never thought about it that way. Oh my goodness. Are you you, you're disappointed about that? I'm disappointed in Jones with the weird yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, he's hopping into this argument on the TY side. Never in his life I ever think had to look at a tag with a little heart I, on it. I honestly think it was I mean, worth I it for, I know for him to go yeah, yeah, way too many times. On the, yeah. inside, <laughs> on the inside of the label here, it's capital T, lowercase y, Inc. Ty okay. Incorporated. Okay. All right, it's Ty. Ty Deutschland. But I'm going to keep calling it TY. I respect that. Because I can. Sure. 
I'm going to live my own life. This entire country is based on everyone having the right to be wrong. <laughs> you said that was spite. It's dark times. We are easy allies. <laughs> we are, Believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> we're a group of conspiracy theorists in search for the heffalumps. Toy lovers. Uh, we're toy lovers. We make videos about video games. We it's love Berenstein video games. Bears. Stop this. <laughs> Stop this. It's real. We're in a new dimension, baby. And Elise Wait, is what from do this other people world. say? Elise is from this reality. She says Berenstain. It's always been Berenstain. Berenstain? Look a- it up. It's, it's spelled A-I now. It wasn't before. No, it was, it was not e. before at all. It was it had the an e. Bears. No, 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 no. Look no. it up. It had- we are in a new reality. This Whoa. is real. Car- sorry, guys. Look it up. Anything. It's freaky. Our entire youths are a lie. It's Berenstain. Look it up. It's weird. What does Elise have to do with this? She always thought it was Berenstain. Uh-huh. And she was right. Which means she's from this reality. She's from the reality that somehow you warped into as right. the only person right. who truly believes the whole weird Berenstain thing. I, well, my everyone entire believes family, it. every kid that I so wait, you like with, Googled old covers and everything Berenstain and it's bears. like... All, all evidence of it ever being spelled with an E I have, is gone. My mom has Bernstein Bears books at home. Okay. I will, I will all right. Go get them. Yes. We'll get on it. Prove it. get her to take a picture. Wait, it's because I, I went and looked at mine too, Jones. I, I, I went and looked I, at them. I, I actually have several sources for Bernstein Bear books. I will, I will with track those e. down. With an E, yeah. I thought so Wait, too. you're saying Bernstein? What are you Bernstein. saying? Bernstein. Bernstein Bears. Steve. Bear. Well, I mean, there's still bear in the beginning. In, yeah, yeah, in yeah, any yeah. of the universes. But no, I thought so too. I went to my parents' house and I looked at the books. And they had an A. It like was a, like a horrifying Wait, moment for me. The ones it's always been Berenstain. Yes. That's what Ian is claiming right now. What yeah, I'm yeah. saying in this is reality, no point, it didn't have an E. No, planet Earth. Yeah. it never had an E. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I is mean, the bear has an E. But the, the end, first the time ending. in my life that I've I heard met, that. I imagine we're watching Fringe and like every time they got to go between dimensions, they got to go by a bookcase. They got to mention Berenstain Bears. No, I. Just so you know, this is no. This time is, travel <laughs> happened. This is somebody's the, fucking. This with is me. the weird thing is because it didn't like have an a. so many people have this reaction that yeah. it's never been S T A I N. No, somebody changed history. I know. Only thing that makes sense. That's the thing that's weird about it to me is that. So many people have this reaction that they're positive it was E when yeah. we were kids. Wow. Whoa. Well, find those books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll uh, blow your mind. I think what it's called like a Nelson Mandela phenomenon. It's where you had this false memory that you're positive about and then you come but back like to it. But like so many people had the same false memory? Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. For me, I'm just like such like a... Uh, I mean, I don't pragmatist. believe in any of this. But yeah, like, exactly. Like, I'm it to say, blows like, no, my it mind. It just staying. blows my mind that so many people had the same I'm th- thing. I'm thinking like nobody read. And I think there's a TV show. I loved them. Yeah. yeah. I hate those bears. No, oh, that's the Halloween one I like where it has the cross section of the tree. You hate those bears? I hate those bears. Wow. Why do you hate? Never mind. Because it's like, ooh, little. More, you little, like them better than the, the Charmin bears, The cartoon is weird. If you want something done right, you better do it yourself. No, the cartoon was gross. That's a bad philosophy. The cartoon was weird. The books were cool. Okay. All right. You know what? I think a lot of my references come from that cartoon. Yeah. Okay. I like the book. I'm talk. very familiar with the books and the I'm very familiar with the Genesis game. The spooky tree. The Genesis game. There's a Genesis game. We all planned this. We knew it was coming back to video games. Here it is. Okay. What do you do in the Genesis game? Okay. So this is like a fever dream for me. I rented it from a local grocery store because they rented Genesis games and Mm -hmm. I played it while I was on a camping trip (laughs) in a motorhome and I remember one thing from the video only one thing that you're like jumping in trees you're like jumping on tree branches and there are apples that you're collecting apples were a big thing I think in this video game it was fun but also pretty easy Cool. That's it. There ends the review. Of I mean, it's, it, that is, that is the only memory that I can Stained summon bears. from a game that I played when I was like five. That's fine. Yeah, I just thought you were kind of a reviewer that you could be more verbose about video games. 
we are Easy Allies. Uh, that's it. That's basically you just witnessed. That what was we it. Do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, check out EasyAllies.com to see. <laughs> donate for more of that. <laughs> I didn't get to the donate yet. Uh, <laughs> you can see our schedule there in your own time zone. You can see every single video we make, and it's all organized neatly. Uh, the different kinds of shows and podcasts we do. Uh, and a paper about how Bossman can be dark. What and, do you mean? And everyone still thinks it's light. Look at Ben's face. Look what you've done to him. Ben, Ben is, here's the thing that I really appreciate about Ben. It's like when Ben's. Jones called no, me no, out no, and no. singing no, songs. No, 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 don't, don't ben, do this. No, now you're ben just Ben is that. one no. of maybe, no. You might be the only person who is willing to do bits with me. <laughs> Everyone else hates my bits. I bit with you No, you always. call out my bits. You call out my bits. You say I, you're doing a bit. What? Stop the bit. You tell me to stop my bits. I, I would wager that I have ridden along with more bits than I've called out. And I only call them out when it's funny to do so. Mm. When I'm meta-bidding the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right. bidding on your bit. I'm you know, bidding on your Kyle. bit. All right. I just want to say I appreciate it. I'm double whammy on your bits. When Ben is willing to commit to a bit. Watch Jones commits the hardest out of anybody and sends me an email after we like have a little conversation on the podcast. He's like, uh-huh. no, drive safe. Then he sends me an email. You are fired from Easy Out. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he really commits to the bit. That's don't, a good Don't actually job. do that, though, Ben. I wish I could fire any of you. I don't think I can. I think we're you all... You can. No, we're, no? we're a nine-wise partnership. He's yeah. not in charge. Wait, yeah. you, you wish you could? Who would you fire? And not to, no, not to fire, but just <laughs> no, have the serious question. Just to, serious just question. Who you have to fire? Just to, to establish the fear. Us. I mean, Damiani, of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's the important thing. That's how you make that joke work. We right? gotta yeah. wrap it up. Two hour podcast. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we said enough. Ian, how'd you do on your goal this week of getting under oh, one hour oh, and ten minutes? Real bad. The Vons is gonna be closed. I'm not gonna have almond milk for my cereal. Vons is open 24 hours a day. Yeah, not the Vons. The Vons by my house, they close at midnight now. Oh, no. It really almond screws milk up. Almond milk at 7-Eleven? Yeah. It really screws up my lifestyle. Yeah. I don't know. Do they have the almond milk I like? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> almond breeze unsweetened? Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're in quintessentially in here. Boy, but there's two kinds, because <laughs> one kind is gross and this kind is good. Uns- you don't like the sweetened kind? No, it's too weird. All milk is weird. Ben, I'm going to run inside and check if we got any. How'd you do on your goal of no sign? Uh, oh. I don't, I don't know. I definitely made a conscious effort. I yeah, think yeah. I'm better about I, it. I than think I was hard about you on that thing. I, I won't call it a sigh. We'll, I just we'll call it a sigh. When I sigh, I don't one, know when I do it. I do, so yeah. there definitely could have been. I do you cherish sigh. them actually, the bed yeah. sigh? Yeah. yeah. Because a, a lot, lot of people ta- don't. Because a lot of times you're really perplexed and like not looking forward to answering a question that like I didn't think was that tough. Yeah. So it just it just shows how emotionally connected you are to to. To, to being right and to you know to making sure that people understand you and that you yeah. you answer questions the right way. Yeah, I, I do care a lot about what I say. Whatever. It's amazing for as much as I care about being correct how wrong I am. I'm wrong a lot, but <laughs> I try. It, the effort is there. Yeah. It's okay, Ben. You're fired. <laughs> Jones, how, how did you do on your goal of what you promised would be a spot-on Ron Weasley impression that you've been working on? <laughs> I did it. I got it in there. Yeah, it was great. Jones, yeah. it was a great impression. It was like that was... I'm, all the hours you spent refining that, they paid off, man. You, you never like my goals. <laughs> Especially when it's like a comment to something. I'm going to react do. to something in the podcast and save this thing. You do always It's never satisfactory enough for Kyle. The, the accent itself, when yeah. I chose so to do it. Jones won't do bits with me, but Jones does banter. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. I do like banter. That is Jones. Well said, yeah. Jones is great at banter that really just makes you sad. <laughs> Jones, yeah. Do not banter with Ian. Do bits with Ian. Do not banter with Ian. Don't banter with me. <laughs> banter with Ian. Jones is the absolute king, and I say this with full positivity, mm-hmm. of giving a joke that is 
like ninety percent joke, ten percent truth. Yeah, Damian. Like not yeah. enough, <laughs> not enough truth to be concerning. Yeah, but there's a little in yeah. there. Oh, there's a little. I, I'm the same kind of narcissist. <laughs> yeah, I know when it's real. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> I could see it. Uh, finally, yes, I showed off my expertise of comedy, I, and I demonstrated completely <laughs> yep, we the learned. comedy rules of three. Again, this is primarily a video game podcast, but you're going to learn a lot about comedy. Just stop, from the, uh, watching. stop going to classes, Bossman. Okay, so... Uh, You've learned enough. I've learned too much. It's time to forget it and yep. then actually be good. I'm teaching now. That's I, I have never been to a Those class. Those who can't do should teach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's it. Jones, you won the bet. You get to tell everybody your Twitter handle. You get to uh, you get the final word on anything you want to reiterate or have disagreed with throughout this entire podcast. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. Take it away, Jones. You can follow me at Trailer Jones. Those are Beanie Babies. I don't know what you, I don't know what that was about. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend you check out the last episode of Fiasco Knots, ah. uh, which was great. Uh, which three of the four people on this table were not dying for you to come back to a Fiasco Knots. What, what, what is that? What is that word? What is a Fiasco Knots? Fiasco Knots is when uh, Easy Allies plays Fiasco, which is a uh, tabletop game and improv yep. smashed together. It's kind of like if you had improv, but add a little bit more rules. Um, uh, enough so that people can kind of talk through it as, mm-hmm. as opposed to like constantly performing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's always fun to create characters. And I'm sorry, why isn't Ben on it? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, Ben was explaining. He was, uh, why he he was like on vacation, on actually. He was on oh, okay. vacation. Uh, I was going to have him, but he was on vacation. Okay, next month. It's a yeah. monthly show, right? It's yeah. monthly. Cool. Fiasco Nights is one of those shows that I very much enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. I always have a good time. Uh, but I also feel like I'm, I'm all right at this, but I'm nowhere near the level of like the people in these on this table and I'm totally okay with that. Like I've just, I've just I think made you do great. With it. You gotta, it, 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 I people think you are, do people are good at different things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. Uh, and that's, and that's what's funny about it. Improv is very fun too. But, uh, specifically we had, uh, a person write this campaign that we yeah. did, uh, which was very fun. And it's one awesome. of my favorite types of fiascos where it is centered around a location. Uh, so we are all uh, in a museum. Uh, it is uh, if you see night at the museum, you can kind of guess the craziness. Uh, I like that we we tend to bring supernatural elements to stories that don't deserve them. Yes, or it's yeah, not yeah. justified at all. Mm-hmm. And this was very much like, please do the yeah. spells. Yeah, like hey and, guys, and, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> walk around and you know aliens and whatnot. Um, and uh, I very much enjoyed that one. So thank you for you know it was fun not only doing fiasco nights with these fine gentlemen, but one that uh, our fans wrote. Uh, and uh, that's our second fan written. Our second one, yeah. One now, Possibly yeah. more to come. That oh, is so yeah. sick. Yeah. This was fun, gents. Cheers. I am yeah. enjoying these microtransactions.